Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, all I saw was the um, the episode titles and shit. I was looking at the right document. I don't think you were. Maybe click the one that says topics. Topics, yeah. Yeah. See? Oh, all the way at the top. Oh, the top. Why would it be at the bottom? Because that's where I put it at the top every day week. Ah, uh, this is such a vibe. Don't you feel like just laying in a field of dandelions? <laughs> Why does it sound like Guap Dad Oh, it does kind of have a Guap like Dad tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a Donis Boso, sir. This is the bed of daddy lions feel that I want to achieve in life. Like, this sounds like what you should feel like inside. <laughs> Zen. Yo, have you heard of... What's that kid's name? Oh, Dylan Sinclair? Yes. He just dropped him. We've, we've talked about him on this show. We've talked about him on this show. He is... His project that he dropped, incredible. Proverb. Have you heard it, Alicia? No. That's right up your alley. Yeah. You you super What's my alley? You super Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ. That's right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's right up your alley. Like he's got that <laughs> Daniel Caesar type feel to him where that, that's his mentor. It's like it it's like he's singing I I found a tweet I said about Daniel Caesar years ago where I was like mm-hmm. it's he's singing to a woman or God, but you cannot tell them. Yeah. You, you cannot can't tell. And like I'm like I I think we talked about it on the show where I was just like, yeah. yo, music love song should sound like you might be talking to God. Yeah. Like that's like the best so type of love. God song. for girl. Exactly. Or girl for God. Or girl for God. And it'll work both <laughs> ways. As long as there's no sex. I mean, stuff. I well, wonder if you can subs- if you're a guy and you substitute guy for God, if that's still Well, people sub- I know I substitute girl for guy in certain songs where they're talking about a guy but i'm like i'm not about to just say that (laughs) this feels weird especially (laughs) it's not that it feels weird it's just like if girl can fit here why wouldn't i just substitute it it's not throwing off the rhythm if it throws off the rhythm of the cadence I'm a, I'm be honest. I'm gonna say guy. <laughs> like, I'm gonna oh say him. If a girl wants to sing that song, she gotta scream boy. I mean, <laughs> shit. There's so many songs where women gotta pretend like they're guys. Like, think of like Future and those guys. Yeah. Like they gotta pretend like they, they fuck you bitches and <laughs> all true. this other shit. So it's like I could. I, I, I'm pretty sure women substitute. Like bitches for niggas if you're black. True. Probably. Yeah. You do that, Alicia? Mm. You ever you never substitute bitches for niggas if the scenario Why? just because fits? We can call niggas bitches all the time. Oh, whoa, whoa. that was hostile. <laughs> this started the show. That was right. That was Already. Jesus. Yeah, she, I don't I don't I don't think Dylan Sinclair is her type of music anymore. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sensing some hostility towards the uh Towards my gender. The male Mm -hmm. race. Could there be a current situation? (laughs) (laughs) With current situation? (laughs) 
Hey, I do know this. Current Boy. situation is size. <laughs> I'm not going to say. Oh, you know his uh, know, shirt size. We know his shirt size. It's nice. So he might be, if his shirt size is large. I mean, but you're large. You're still taller than her. So I, I was yeah. assuming. I'm just fat, though. Yeah, but. Can't you I got rock? the dad bod rocking right but what now. If yeah, you, I got the you, it's quarantine bod thing. Wouldn't you have to rock XL? Mm, no, not in the. Uh, I, I don't rock know. large. I don't know how that works. And XL, but then I'm Asian, so we wear. But no, but you're just swaggy. The fit. The fit. It's also the fit. Maybe, yeah. Maybe he doesn't want something that's too oversized. Yeah. Sometimes true, true. you want something form fitting. Trying to show off the pectorals right there. Show off the nipples. Um, but sometimes, you know, you want to get that baggy look. Mm-hmm. I, listen, you're the swaggy one. You should know that there are different yeah, sizes yeah. for different things. Sure. You buy women clothes sometimes that are just I do. I do. a different size or some Your shit. Your pink pants from the picnic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, oh, those are women's? Yeah. Yeah. Those are, oh, like, those are women's. I like these. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're women's snow pants. Uh, it was like a full a snow happy. suit. But it was I a just, snow suit. But I, I, I left the top. I was like, I don't care for see? the top. It looks too see what I'm saying? Only Asian people can rock a snowsuit. I can't pull that shit off. I look like a fucking janitor or a crackhead. Like, I would not be able to pull that shit off. No, what you need Asian to do people, is you, Asian people can pull off the most stuff because they're so small generally. Like, But small no girls can't pull off all shit. Like, small white girls can't pull off everything. Yeah, because they don't got no flair. They don't got no style. Mm. They ain't got no, you know what I'm saying? They don't have enough salt for Uncle Roger. Have you guys yeah. seen Uncle Roger? No. Yo, I don't know what that is. you guys need to check out yes. <laughs> Uncle yes. Roger's YouTube channel. <laughs> it's Roger. this guy, this Asian guy. I'm pretty sure he's from London. And he rates people's cooking uh, videos on like how to make fried rice. And he's <laughs> he started from like just a random YouTube video that he critiqued to uh, Chef Gordon Ramsay. He's critiqued Jamie Oliver, and he fucking kills it. He has his oh, character. Oh, yeah, I see he the plays. one with the rice. Yeah, that that's that a, that they're the... all with the rice. <laughs> oh, no, she's using the colander. <laughs> the colander. Yeah. You're straining the flavor of yeah. the rice. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't use the colander. You use the garlic in the bar. Oh, hi. <laughs> he says hi. I need that on the shirt. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I need a red. I need that orange polo shirt as merch. And on the back, I wanted to say, hi That guy. <laughs> you need that as a button right there. hi Yeah, that should be a button. Yeah. Hey, yo. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but we're we, we trying to step it up over here at Extra Gravy. Uh, sir, Tyshawn. Tyshawn Knight, sir. Sir. S- step, in, uh, step into the. Could you please turn me down, please, sir? The, the, this light is extremely bright. I look like I'm telling a, <laughs> a campfire <laughs> horror story right here. You're being flushed out. No, you can yes. put it there. Just don't put yes. it yeah, directly on his face. Yeah. It's kind of hot. There you yeah, go. There it is. There, there it is. you go. There it is. Uh-huh. There it uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. We're working it out. We're figuring it out. Swervy. We're figuring it out. You, uh, our cameraman like also sings, guys. Mm. Listen, oh, wow. listen, we be singing on this show, Tyshawn. I, I don't know about Tyshawn, we gonna put on some we music. We be singing on this show, Tyshawn. I don't know if you can keep up. We, me, Norm, and uh, Intern are gonna be starting a, a quartet. We were bit, we've been looking for the fourth member. So, <laughs> oh, the barbershop quartet. Oh, just barbershop quartet. Sometimes we just break out in song and try to see if we can harmonize. Like if we can find it, just in the middle of it. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's truly what magical. What was the last one we did? Yo, it was so perfect. Extra great. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yo, we did a crazy harmony out of nowhere. It sounded like so a horror sick. music We film. hit the show like perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but he just pressed, like, he stopped recording just when we did it. I was like, fuck. But man. ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, more importantly, we've, we've almost forgot. Alicia is back, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, Alicia is back in the house. She back, baby. Alicia is back, but not back. She's back in spirit. Ace is in the place. Ace is in the place. <laughs> Why are you dying at that? How are you dying when you said that? You died, nigga. <laughs> You're like, Ace is in the place. <laughs> Weirdo. This nigga, <laughs> you can't rhyme shit. He'd be laughing at the rhyming. It's the rhyming that tickles him. I will. It tickles him. See? Look at that. <laughs> um, so how's your trip been, man? It's looking peaceful, looking scenic. Very yeah, serene. when I get outside the house, um, I've been busy with work, so I've been trying to like manage it. But once I'm outside, I've been doing like the most peaceful zen, uh, one with nature things. You've been, med- you've been meditating many- nude? meditating nude okay yeah. i haven't gone that far oh you slipping you ain't you ain't Bro. done shit yet oh, you slip yeah. you you slipping until you start skinny that. that's when you feel one with nature when you out there <laughs> fucking in cross leg indian style yeah. just butt naked when you feel your genitalia know. touch grass it's a different <laughs> experience all right just you just, it, it aligns your chakras in ways you'll never believe blades yeah. of grass yuck that's think i'll pass on that yeah I don't think i'll ever get there i don't yet. want i don't yeah. think you want a pum pum grass stain that's yeah like you can't get that out doing yeah. naked sun salutations in the wilderness will do will no. work wonders that's not the type of things i do last night i stayed <laughs> out until like five in the morning chasing the northern lights um, aurora borealis I, huh yes i I've should been, say coyotes I've done that multiple times. There was actually wolves hollering. Like they started, there was one wolf pack, like to the far pack? right. Yeah, like you pack. saw these niggas. No, but you could hear them. Oh, okay. So they started like, how, like whatever they do. <laughs> straight, straight. They started doing Wait. that, and then all of a sudden there was like a pack right behind us that started doing that too in response to the other ones. And I was like, you know what? I think this is time for me to go home now. Like, Imagine I it was just... beef. Like, that was how they, hey, yo, you a bitch-ass nigga. Now your mama's a bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they talk back and forth. It's bloods yeah. and crypts of fucking wolves. <laughs> the bloods and crypts yeah. of, in the wilderness. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm tree-ass niggas scared. with the shade especially and shit. At, especially during the night trips because you can't. Like you have to wait till your night vision kicks in, mm. and I just be scared that these animals are gonna pop up. Um, I was so scared last night about the bears. I forgot about them, and then we went into the mountains, and I was like, "Dang, there really be bears around here." So, <laughs> when you say chasing, I'm literally picturing you sprint through the forest. Is that? A, am I the only one? <laughs> am I the only one picturing her sprinting through the forest, chasing, chasing stars, chasing? The world. No, for some reason, I. I, I I envisioned you in, in one of those like outback jeeps, just like I was in a pickup truck, so yeah, close enough. Somebody was driving along, being like, "There yeah. it is, we must go northern, <laughs> northern. No. We need to go." That's essentially, that's essentially what it is. So we like start. I'm staying just outside of Calgary, and so we would try to go because it was kind of cloudy last night. So we would try to go to where we think the clouds stopped mm-hmm. and so we went to like different areas so we would go more um 
west and then we decided to go more north and then we decided to go more east and try to like check out these different areas to see if they were um really strong and potent in those areas but last night was a total fail the other two nights that we did it we seen it like um it was minor but yeah i'm still waiting i still got a couple more days to see a real good flare up i'm I'm determined because i got my caption ready and everything (laughs) i seen a little something when i went to red deer yeah red deer Red Deer. Yeah, Red Deer, Alberta. Mm. You can definitely see it. There were some people, I was like in a Facebook group. It's called like a, a Alberta Aurora Chasers. Mm. <laughs> and there's a Facebook group where they like say where they are throughout the province. Mm. And um, yeah, they just kind of, you know, show pictures and be like, oh, it's really strong over here. And this is a time. So yeah, that's one thing that I've been doing. And then hiking. And like going in the mountains and seeing a bunch of animals. Did you take a dip uh, in Slave Lake? Oh my God. <laughs> I try to stay away from that. <laughs> 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 I was at Ghost Lake and I was like, I just don't know how comfortable I was. I Google why it was called Ghost Lake. Slid, did you take a dip in <laughs> Slave <laughs> fucking Lake? You sick For real. I try to stay away, actually. (laughs) There's so much, like, racist shit. One of my road trips that I went on, we went through this little town. I think it was called Black Diamond, and it was, like, a Western, like, you know those Western movies from back Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was an old Western town. Had a saloon? Yes, it had a saloon, (laughs) and then they had an upgraded one that was really popping, and we bought it at the gas station, and I was like, I could tell these people around here are just racist. They're looking at me like, oh. There's that black girl. Is it a saloon like, next to like a supercuts? <laughs> <laughs> no. You're like, oh yeah, this town racist as fuck. Uh, it's probably called it's probably called Black Diamond Cuts. Every every store, restaurant, law firm, dentist was like Black Diamond something. Wow, appropriation yeah. at its mm-hmm. finest. Black Diamond, huh? Black. What is a Black Diamond? Uh, a diamond is that black? But is that I've never seen that. I don't think I've seen a Black mm-hmm. Diamond either. I think. Let's I Google. Think, is, isn't it um i mean other than rihanna black diamond well it's a town they, here does, it, does she do, throw the diamond ball black diamonds yeah, do, they exist. do exist yeah i'm not saying they're a unicorn i'm just saying i've never seen one <laughs> i'm just saying they push the white diamonds on us you know what i'm saying we ain't nothing we ain't seen nothing but white diamonds gotcha. i mean aren't they clear why why can't i give my my woman a black diamond to propose actually i think i will yeah. i think i will Let's keep a it all the diamond? way. A black uh, diamond. It, it's isn't onyx. That what, isn't I mean, that what's, what's her name? Carrie Bradshaw from Sex and the City got? Didn't she get I a black diamond? I don't fucking know. Oh, that shit. <laughs> Sex and the City. Well, I, I'm not going to lie. I really love the movies. <laughs> Am I wow. a bitch for that? Am I a bitch for that? I'm sorry. I like the movies. I got, I brought, oh, I got brought to the first one on a date. Like, girls, like, I'm like, let's go to the movie. She's like, all right, cool. Um, yeah. Oh, my God, can I, we see Sex in the City? I'm like, uh, well, it has sex in it. I might get some pussy. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Went to watch it. This nigga broke her heart, left her at the altar. I'm like, I ain't getting shit tonight. <laughs> like, God damn it. No, that's when you use it to your advantage. Be like, I would never do that. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, Mr. Big. I kicked the back of someone's chair. I was so mad. I was like, ah. You're ruining this for all of us. <laughs> for all There's of us. There's going to be no sex in the city tonight. Yo, that is, yeah, listen. Yeah, so Big, Big gave her the black diamond ring that's, when he proposed to her. I don't even, I don't know. I never seen that. That was in the actual show show though, right? No, that was in the movie. It was in the movie? It was in the movie. Man, I don't remember that. All I remember is that nigga left her 
Um, I remember the second one. I willingly I went. The feathers. <laughs> I willingly went. The second one came out, and I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm watching this shit. <laughs> I need to see what happens." She next. going on a girls' trip to forget about it. Oh, they're gonna be sex in this one. <laughs> then Is she that got, when back, she got with back with the old dude, uh, the other guy that she was with before, uh, Mr. Big. No, there's another yeah. guy that she was she was with before, oh, Mr. Big. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that dude, that, that dude. Yeah, guy. I always liked that guy better than Mr. Big. Mr. Big was a piece of shit the whole time. I don't know. I think he was a cool cat. But he Aiden. kept on messing with her heart. Cool cat. Yeah, Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Big was definitely kind of toxic. But Aiden, um, he was good, but he was also really controlling and tried to like change Carrie's life. He mm. really wanted the picture perfect. It's the complete you know, opposite of Norm. House, and that's not really mm. how Carrie was. You like the guy who's the complete opposite of you. Interesting. Well, you know, well, I never knew the like how deep the story went. I just remember watching me like, yo, this guy's way cooler than this Mr. Big douchebag. But I never really saw the story. Sometimes you gotta play with her heart, bro. Really? Just to like, you know, just to toss things around, juggle it a bit. You know what I'm saying? Let it feel. You know, gotta put a little bit of fair in there because they always got the fair on us. We we live in you fair. Treating, you treat love like a prank. Do you guys like, really? <laughs> huh? Do you guys really live in fear? Um, I think it depends on each relationship. Like I know from the most parts, the type of relationships I'm usually in, like the woman's a little bit like a little bit more in tune with her emotions. So like she feels things like no problem, mm -hmm. like and little things can trigger or, you know, turn off a day or whatever the case may be. So as a guy, if you're in that situation, you're constantly like trying to make sure it doesn't get to that point. Got you. So that I think that's yeah. the fear. It's not it's not fear of like her leaving you or or something mm -hmm. like that, but like just fear of is today going to be one of those days? <laughs> <laughs> my she fear going to be triggered today. <laughs> is today going to be that day? No, my fear that's was always was having to, to outdo what I did previously mm. and not being able to, and then as a result, them not feeling situation because like you know how we always say because you, you had raise to, the bar yeah, you yeah never you gotta go below. keep it there yeah and there was th that was my biggest fear i'm like oh shit do i raise the bar today or do i keep it at a low point so i don't have to worry <laughs> i think that's subconsciously why i don't like having a lot a lot of sex in a relationship 100 because i feel like if we if we just get to a point where it's like oh we going at it every yeah. day two rounds blah 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 i'm not gonna i can't maintain that and well, i can't really raise that either dude i fell into cum debt mm, yep 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 yeah. right? we've like, talked about that plenty of times on here time. so like i i i know exactly how that feels yeah like you just, that is the biggest fear i think of men in relationships is fear of consistency because like especially you, you, we all know what it's like when you're trying to uh, get someone to like you. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, you sort of are forced, if you are putting on a front, yeah. to maintain that level if you yeah. want it to go further. Well, that's what sucks. Once you, once you start with that front, that's you why put you it can't up. Front. front. It's so much fucking work. Like, it's so yeah. much more yeah. work. I can't front because I'm lazy. Like, yeah. I tell the truth because I'm lazy. Like, the other way just seems like so much work, unnecessary mm -hmm. work. And it's that's like, my, go ahead. That's my biggest thing, too, because I'd be like, okay, if this is how you're starting, you like, this is what I expect mm. throughout. So in terms of like communication, like how many times we see each other, like all that stuff, like that's what I'm going to be expecting because exactly. that's how you start it off and that's like what you gave to me. So 
Okay, good, keep that up. Good morning ca- text can't turn into good afternoon text. They gotta <laughs> stay at good morning. Or, or, or you better way, start a good afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Work your way up to good morning. <laughs> then you then you really then oh my god, he's not yeah. just thinking about me at lunch. <laughs> like yeah. now she's like, okay, good. Yeah, I'm on your mind all the time, nigga. That's right. Mm-hmm. But uh, then wouldn't you hate it if they start doing that just because it's on schedule? And like it's not really with the intent to make but, you feel good, but they're just doing it because you expect it now, so you're gonna do it because it's expected. I think there's a part of us that feels that way sometimes if something is going as like a sort of script or like for example, if you tell Routine. someone a win or whatever, and there's it's like they champion you and blah blah blah, but like after a while, just human nature is a skeptical of. Is that like this is just the generic? I got to do this because I'm the girlfriend. Yeah. Or is it I got to do this because I'm the boyfriend thing? Or is this? But I feel like if you really like someone, you'll trick your mind. Even if it's if it's is fake, you'll trick your mind into going. Nah, they really fuck with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. But yo, I was gonna say oh, that. Um, sorry. One thing I was gonna say that I actually had an ex who started sending. I don't know how he did it, but I'm pretty sure he started sending scheduled text messages because every morning at like 6.20 a.m., I would get a text message from him that said, good morning. Wow. This is actually going to be exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. You could use we need this sweet <laughs> to text your girl in the morning. Let's go. We need that site, baby. We need no that site. What he did, but every single morning at hey. 6.20, hey. I would get a good morning hey. text. And it was like, good morning, beautiful. The same thing every single See? morning, 6.20. I'd spice it up. I'd set three different times. Mm. <laughs> set three different times, three different accounts. <laughs> and one 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 of them's in the middle of the day you hungry uh, <laughs> you gotta just send a you yeah, hungry oh he think about my story just want to let you know i'm thinking about you <laughs> or, or 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 a picture of stevie wonder saying i just messaged to say i love you <laughs> oh one of those ones oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yo yeah! oh. welcome back to the extra gravy show you sons of bitches thank you so much for tuning in another week we here bringing that sauce that sauce is sauce smothered like a motherfucker shout out to everybody at work shout out to everybody doing the dishes shout out to everybody doing their laundry shout out to everybody in their car in traffic right now shout out to everybody uh on a date i mean if you listen to us on a date (laughs) y'all might argue (laughs) <laughs> I'm well, very real. It's it's gonna be an open debate the moment you start listening to us because it's two opposing sides. Listen, stars. I am so so <laughs> championing the podcast date. Let me tell you, if you want to have a good flowing, I put the podcast date over the movie date, over that the stand up comedy club date. Put us in a situation where we can have a fruitful and substance filled conversation. Mm-hmm. Let me see if you dumb or not. Yeah, <laughs> like let me see Facts. if we agree on some shit. That podcast, the podcast date, and the reality TV show date, especially if it's a reality dating show, oh, top tier, top tier date you're reality gonna get. Reality TV, mm-hmm. really? Because then you, yes, because the, if they champion in the bimbos on the show, you you know what time it is. <laughs> if they if they think that somebody just made a right move by switching beds 
and it was some snaky shit. Now you know what you're dealing with. (laughs) Like, all right, let's go watch Flavor of Love. Flavor of Love was top tier reality. Top tier. It was so good. I'm not going to lie. That shit was good. Listen, literally. We should. President for everything that we have today. We got New York out of that. We got (laughs) Tiffany. Listen, I am so happy for that. I was watching Breakfast with uh, Tiffany on Snapchat, and she was interviewing Young Jock. And I learned that Young Jock has a penis tattoo. He literally has his, like, fiance's name tattooed on his dick, like, on the fucking shit. I'm Marlon. <laughs> I'm Norm. <laughs> uh, and I'm Alicia, and I'm back. And welcome to back to the Extra Whoa. Crazy Show, uh, where we're talking penis tattoos. Uh, wow. I've heard of penises being inserted into something, but something being inserted into a penis? Oh, A tattoo on a dick, though? Like, you got to be hard the whole time. So Unless they stretch it out. He had to take, Listen, he had to take Viagra? <laughs> No, so he said that like when he went there, he was like obviously soft and like you pull it out, whatever. And then she starts putting this like cream on your penis. So she's there like stroking it. Hey now. And he was just like, honestly, like he was just like, it was tingling. It had some type of like, you know. Oh, it's a numbing cream. Or something like that. It wasn't necessarily a numbing cream. It was something to like get his penis like stimulate it and so essentially he was like my dick just got so hard and it just kept getting harder and harder Yo, i need and this like, cream. what's this cream son? i need this cream <laughs> son what's the what the cream called you better find out who young jocks uh, it's uh, called cement and go and uh, ask for the cream oh man yeah, he just said that whatever and then he was just like she did the tattoo and I wonder that? if it was snake venom cream you know how they have snake venom cream that puffs up your eyes and makes your skin like nicer and shit wow Wow. Puffs up your eyes. Yeah, like they be my, using that in Asia a lot. Yeah, they put they put it under under your bag so like it just puffs up the bags and you don't have bags. So you just anymore. puff up your penis. Puff, 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 puff it up. <laughs> Get him on. Get him on. All right, let's clean up the penis talks, ladies and gentlemen. We got a special <laughs> guest in the building. <laughs> we've bong, got bong, bong. we've got supermodel. Okay, this guy's multifaceted. All right. We we got an, an artist, an artiste, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. artist, a singer. I don't know if he raps yet. We oh. haven't seen that yet, but it might Pro- be in the back. Will. We've got Adonis Boso on the show. How you doing, sir? Adonis, I'm good, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on with us, man. Like, I I don't know if you heard some of the conversation that was going on just now. Did you? Did uh, you? Man, I heard the penis dog and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of such things, sir? I mean, you gotta be pretty hardcore, man. Like, yeah, like, hard is the word. Sounds like pain. <laughs> that is a lot of pain. I don't know if I could. You gotta be into yeah, pain. Like, come on, a real I got now. piercings and things, but like down there, that's yeah. a lot. Listen, you got one and piercing. It's like bold, like big bold letters too. Like, <laughs> you got bubble if letters. He was if he was messing with another girl, she would be like, "This ain't my." That, like this is Kendra's. I think her name was Kendra. Like it's there. Yo, 100%. If a girl wants to suck your dick and she sees the name on it, she's going to be like, whatever, fuck this name. I'm still sucking it. If she really, truly wants to. What she if you, what if you named your own like, dick? I want to see it. What if you named your own dick? Kendra? Like what if it was like, what if it, the tattoo said Bubba on the side or some shit? Billy Bob. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Oh man, let's stop this penis talk. Adonis, um, <laughs> you've got uh, not that much music out yet. 
do nah, people nah. know that you are doing the music thing is this something that you're, you've actively promoted or are you just starting to take it seriously now i mean i put out music in 2017 and then I kind of like stepped back a little bit so I could really like learn the craft and everything. Mm -hmm. Cause I used to just write poems and while I was traveling and everything on the road, write little voice notes and everything. And then when I moved to LA 2016, I really got to like sit down and like dive back into music. Mm -hmm. And yeah, ever since like I started like recording and like really like learning training and everything. And so I could really like, put out something that I, that was meaningful to me, you know? So that's why I didn't, I didn't put out so much music, but I think like now is the time. And we, we, we had quarantine to like sit around and like really think and like yeah, reflect on myself sure. and everything. So I think now is the time. That's what's up, man. That's just, and you listen, you're off to a, a blazing start. All right. Not a lot of people put out their first two singles and they sound as good as the ones you've put out. I love oh, jungle I as soon as I heard it. All right is amazing. Like you got this vibe to you that's very, I don't know, like India RE esque, <laughs> if that makes hey. sense. It's very zen. It's very is that something you are you a very spiritual person? I mean, my parents were like my name's Adonis, my little brother, his name is Christ. So like you can oh, Yo! <laughs> son's name is Christ. Adonis Christ, time, time for dinner. Yeah, can you imagine the African, <laughs> the African family, like the parents just screaming around, Christ Adonis, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so but they always like poured into us a lot of self love and like the understanding of like self worth and just just this idea of going through life trying to like make it better and just trying to be better you know so yeah i think that's what i try to i try to put out in my music i want to make people feel good even though like sometimes the song is the song is sad all right it's actually a breakup song it's about like like leaving someone that you still love you know mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. it still it still feels good it feels there's a there's a sense of relief to it so yeah. yeah it's not like the end of the world it's like everything's yeah, gonna be never the end of the fine world. it's never the yeah. end of the world that's correct and like i know you guys hear a bit of an accent there you're you're actually from montreal more importantly yeah. you're from ivory coast by way of montreal yeah exactly i was born in abidjan and i grew up in montreal i was like i went to saint luc i'm an uptown kid and yeah i just i just got out, out here in toronto because my parents moved two three years ago ah 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 you're in the end welcome, now welcome welcome to the city hey, bon, bon, honestly bon. i've been loving it like <laughs> I, I never got to experience toronto like this before and now like as an adult like being able exactly. like like just like explore and just do things on my own i love it man it's different out here yeah man it's it's it listen i i've gone on record and let me give it some music <laughs> i have uh I have a confession to make. I I constantly refer to your your city as Diet France. Um, <laughs> I, I call it Boneless Paris. Uh, <laughs> me and the Montreal community have had you know a very tumultuous relationship. Y'all don't get along. <laughs> we don't get along ever since they tried to separate from us. <laughs> I've never looked at them the same. Is there like a disdain for Toronto in Montreal or Quebec? I feel like we're at the point where we don't care. We don't care anymore. Like, I feel like we're trying to like just evolve. Like if, especially like black, black people as a community, yeah. I think that we're at the point where we're trying to evolve. We're, we're not trying to like compete. We're trying to like grow together at this point. We're not trying like, like I have, I have homies from, from Montreal that come in, that come in all the time and they love it. So like, I feel why, 
why we always gotta like why black people always gotta fight on something? <laughs> Listen, it wasn't but the blacks this time. It wasn't the blacks this time. The white people that wanted to leave. Yeah, it was only the whites. It wasn't the blacks this time. Like, I've always said that like Quebec is um, provisionism. So they're racist against like every other province that isn't. Ah, uh, like, just, I like that. <laughs> That's the title of the episode. <laughs> provism. You know, you know, you know what that is? I think it's the French mentality because French people are very proud. Mm-hmm, they're very yeah. proud of France. They love France. Like French, France is the best. Blah, 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 blah. I, I think that's what tripled down to Quebec. Like, mm-hmm. cause like they're the cousins. So like, they're like, oh yeah, we feel, we, we think that we're the baddest in that. Like, come on, y'all right, y'all right. Like, like, <laughs> I love, like, like, the food is good because it's a mix of, like, because it's a mix of, like, Europe and America. Like, so, like, yeah, Canada, like, Montreal is great, but, like, it, it's all right. Like, I feel like, like, there's a, there's a ceiling over there. Like, mm. I feel like, like, we, you can't grow past a certain level over there. You know, I feel like it's a, it's a village, you know, you can't go so far in a village. They be mad as hell when I can't speak French when I go over there. They be, like physically yeah, like, angry like sick to their stomach like, <laughs> we are lower than them no no french man one time i was like fuck part of my french and someone looked at me like he wanted to kill me <laughs> what was that what was that sandwich spot that we went to in montreal that's very famous um fucking oh my god it's like, it's like red meat it's a, it's a smoked um uh shorts shorts Schwartz. have you been to shorts yeah, but I don't eat meat no more since it's been years. Oh, vegan. Hold on. Mm. He, he's only eating at freaking, uh, what's that one spot? La Belle Provence. Some fried <laughs> potatoes, son. Just fries and shit. I don't even like their fries over there. I'm a Harvey's guy. Hold on. <laughs> I'm a Harvey's guy. Cana- he's Canadian Harvey. to the roots. Yo, Ten toes down. Wow. Yo, Adonis, as long, like, you know that one dude at the La Belle Provence down by um, St. Catharines and... And Saint Laurent, there's one yeah. old white dude with the glasses and long hair and the hat, and <laughs> yeah. he stays cutting the meat. I don't want to eat nothing unless that dude's cutting my meat. Pause. Whoa! Pause. <laughs> That's the first time I'll say pause and not let that shit play. <laughs> I saw it coming too. <laughs> he tried to race to it. He almost said pause before he said the sentence. <laughs> don't kill me. But um, man, you've also had a, a very you know tumultuous, uh, large modeling career. How is how is that currently going? Considering where the world's at right now. I mean, honestly, I've been blessed because I've been able to work not only out here, but I, I've been able to go. I went back to LA for a job, and then the the annoying part I had to come back in quarantine for fourteen 14. days after, <laughs> yeah. after the job, but like. I was like, might as well go. I stayed there for like for like a week or two, just enjoyed myself after the job, and then I came back, and I I got lucky to like get some work out here, man. So like, yeah, it, it's a blessing, honestly, because like, yeah, uh, we were getting worried out here, especially in in our line of work. But yeah, mm-hmm. is it hard enough getting jobs? Like, I don't I don't even know if that's still a thing because we do see a lot of black people covering the the magazines now and getting large spreads is that still like very prevalent in the industry you know what since since like when did black panther come out <laughs> uh, last like two, year it was the last two years year ago. Two it was years? like a couple years ago two years ago mm-hmm. like i think a little bit from like 2016 to black panther movement like black people have been like really predominant in media yeah like any type of media like so yeah. I feel like they try to portray that in everything. Like they realize they're like, oh wow, 
the black dollar is power. Like, yep. like oh wow, if we if we cater to black black people, it sells. Black people are gonna buy this. So like that's what brought a change in the in the modeling industry as well because it, it, you got like now think about it like you can, you didn't see black people in Gucci before yeah right? exactly now, now, the, now the Gucci campaign is mainly black people exactly like, same thing for, like almost every other brand so like yeah time times are changing and and when it comes to representation I feel like a lot of that we have to attribute to people like uh, Dapper Dan who like you know infused that hip hop culture yeah. with the the high fashion the design. High and and really made it you know like a household name essentially yeah. like that that is aspirations that's goals that's success to some people you know mm -hmm. what i mean and i feel like especially now you know since they posted the black squares on instagram and ended racism and all that you know yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it's just we're seeing a lot more black people in media but how my much of, problem how much of that is, is quota filling that's that that's where i was getting to i don't i don't want it to ever feel like it's just uh okay we we need to do black hair yeah or we need to do black hair People like we're asking for more black so let's let's meet that quota and yeah. then get back to what it we should do. be we like adonis's poses we like mm -hmm. his his bone structure we like yeah. you know those type of things that are determinant of what job you get and do you feel like any of it's quota filling yeah, definitely. Like then those things are changing, but I feel like at the same time, the more we have like black people in charge, not necessarily like just like being the face of it, mm -hmm. of things, you know, I feel like we need black people in the office, like yeah. sitting at these chairs, like having these conversations. So, so we know that it's like for real. So you know, it's not, it's not just, it's not just for the dollar, you know, like there's a lot of brands that are like, yeah, they're like, yeah, they're, sh they're, they're having like black models and down the runway and everything, but every, every single of your, of your employees are white like so exactly so. it's more than just the front facing it always also has to be like behind the scenes as well yeah exactly it has to be real i know those mm -hmm. ones are being on a commercial where it's like a room of white people just being like picking me apart for whatever <laughs> I, whatever i'm about to shoot like oh yeah we could do something with his hair uh, are you sure that his hair's not cut yeah is your i think are you, is your hair cut <laughs> like you know what i mean and you're just like uh I got a yeah. like a fresh lineup. Like this is a fresh. <laughs> like I cut this it specifically for this. <laughs> like what? <laughs> and it's just being like it, it's it's something to be said about having a black person in the room where questions like that aren't even brought up because well, also, of they're, they're like oh, it's more so like oh we can't necessarily say that in front of this person or even if they does get said it's corrected later on. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't really. <laughs> say that to black people because black people but do this and this and this i don't always agree that like just having one person is okay or good enough because there's some people that don't know how to stick up and like actually yeah be like hey no that's not right mob mentality people because they don't feel like the space is inclusive or understanding they'll keep whatever comments remarks were made and not stand up and defend them at all because they're too especially when it comes to like junior level positions they're like oh my gosh i don't want to ruffle any feathers so yeah they keep their thoughts and comments to themselves and so like that's not good so i definitely think that there needs to be like at least a couple black people so then they can kind of like be together and like formulate and make sure that like hey am i tripping like if i bring this up yeah it's gonna look crazy yeah. did you hear that too type exactly thing? exactly yeah for sure you can't have a token black person at your in your company and think like oh we're inclusive mm -hmm. yeah you need well, the other black person to give that look like 
But that definitely <laughs> happens in the modeling world because I, when I was younger and I used to go to um, all these agencies, they would look at me and they'd be like, oh, I already have a girl on my board that looks like you. Yeah, and it's me like, too. <laughs> you have one girl that looks like me. Oh, and like Adonis, I'm pretty, sure he's, I'm pretty sure Adonis got tons of those stories. You've been to New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not afraid. Especially in Canada compared to like the US. I'm sure that there's certain agencies in the US that are a little bit more uh, diverse because they have bigger ones. But even like I would assume overseas in like London or Paris, if you went to agencies there, they'd probably yeah. be like, uh, we have one that looks like you. Yeah. Europe is different. Like I remember I went I went to it was maybe like 2012, 2013, one time I was in Italy and I, I, we were do, doing casting, so like you're just like waiting in line for your turn to get, to get seen and blah blah blah. And this one was super long, like so we waited like maybe two hours. At some point, it started raining, but you know we're trying to get that money, so you're you're standing <laughs> in line, you know. So you're standing in line, you're like, oh, they're gonna pick me, they're gonna pick me. And then after like an hour and a half, two hours, I finally get upstairs, and they tell they tell us, oh, sorry, we're not looking for black models. And wow. I was like, couldn't tell oh, you wow. that in the line. Right. Right. Like nobody to like like and then and then as I got upstairs I saw my other black my other black model friends they were just like sitting around and they're like yeah man we just like we just sat here because we were all in shock like we just waited all this <laughs> Holy time. shit! Like, 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 like just imagine a room like full of niggas just sitting there like, <laughs> yeah. like yo like, that's I mean, crazy I was gonna say couldn't they leave a note saying no black models they couldn't then, leave a note they couldn't <laughs> no <laughs> colors <laughs> like what <Sorry. laughs> no blacks on the no front body. door no. <laughs> that <laughs> is over there that is insane well one person you know that you don't have to worry about that with um is beyonce could you please tell us sir what does she smell like oh man she <laughs> smells like happiness <laughs> <laughs> listen when i saw you in that picture with her i said this nigga has that is the Where's end of the, the game picture? that's the end of the oh. game that's game over it's a, it's a wrap that's it He's achieved life's goals. There it is. <laughs> How did it feel just even being, because I always wonder what it feels like being in someone's presence like that. Like we've seen the effect that Michael Jackson has had on people around him, just walking into rooms, fainting. Like what is, what is the energy in the room when Beyonce walks in? It's just, it's just a light. I like, just like, it's a light. It's like looking at the sun. It's like, oh, wow, it's bright. <laughs> it's bright. And it, it, it's really there. It exists. It's like, no, it's the sun. So it was, it was just great to be body. there. It was, it was an honor to be, to be a part of this shoot. It was a beautiful experience. What happened when you got that email? Were you like jumping? For yeah. <laughs> Come on, yes. man. Yes. Shout out to New York. Shout out to Flavor of Love. See that full circle right there. We full wouldn't have even circle. had that moment right there. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's amazing, man. And like, even just being in someone's presence like that has to be inspiring. Like, who are some people you look forward to uh, listening to when, in terms of music? Well, I can't wait for what Lenny has to do. Like, he he keeps he keeps like pushing the boundary and everything. Mm -hmm. And like I've been listening to her a lot. I love what she's been doing. Oh man. yeah, like, oh yeah, super like, dope. Like she just put out something with with, with Whiskey, and I oh. love it. It was like two cancers. I'm a cancer too, so like hey. it's all love, love and good energy. So nice, yeah. I, that, that's the frequency I look for always, you know. Yeah, that smile Ooh. song is a vibe. Yeah. Who are some people you would love to f uh, future collab with? 
like yo if if i could get sade out one day Ooh. like like hey oh, can, can mm-hmm. do you like me <laughs> and like I'd be good. i could sit down with the whole band and just like vibe with her if, even if it, she doesn't even have to like she doesn't even have to sing like like executive produce for me and help me help me figure this out it's all out like inspire me through this i would love to like go through that journey with her do you do you find yourself ever like using i don't know how far you've you've dived in on the on the music thing so far but have you ever had to be like hey yo like you guys you you know me from this picture like (laughs) you know what i mean like just i would use that as my access into a lot of rooms have you ever had to rely on that or is this something you're looking for just to gain gain an organic connection first yeah, I'm not looking for handouts. I want people to love love the music. I don't want like I feel like you've seen my face. I feel like you know you know what I look like. So yeah. like if you like the music, you like the music. I think like even like that's why that's why I put one of the reason why the next video is a cartoon is like I was like want I want to see like do you guys fuck do, do you guys like this without like seeing seeing me what like what you look like like what I look like you do you know? like this because I'm nice, sexy you got a nice face, so. <laughs> do you like me because I'm sexy oh man how's so, yeah, it feel being music, God's favorite <laughs> your music video is coming out really soon right and it's with um a character of Slick Woods. I don't know if people know who Slick Woods is in your life. Oh man, the Gap Tooth Queen right there. <laughs> the Gap Tooth Queen. Gap. Goddess, actually. She got a tattoo on her arm. Hey, really? Gap Tooth Goddess. Yeah. That's what she yeah. got on her name? She's that GTG. Man, See, She's I, so dope. That's what I'm saying, man. Anybody that closes their Gap. Norm is very, sure, very proud of his gap. Oh, uh, he's I'm very sure. mad that I will be closing mine in the future. No, don't do it. I I'm closing uh, it. So unique. You I'm, know, in Africa, y'all don't gotta eat with like, us. You know, in Africa, we say that like the bigger the gap, the more money you you'll have. So. Hey. Shit, that so shit ain't work say- for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say it's because you're eating, bro. You just saw you me spit food out my my gap as we were talking. Just That's now. what I'm saying. Eating is not fun with these gaps, brother. <laughs> flossing <Aww>. is not. <laughs> flossing should not take an hour. <laughs> nah, but um, <laughs> yes. Speak on that situation because the, the you said it's gonna be animated, right? Yeah, it's a cartoon. Nice. That's who's gonna be animating it. Is anybody we know? Um, my my boy Christos from Atlanta and and Dynasty Pro, uh, Production. They did it, and like yeah, just like because I always drew from from my childhood. I was a kid like that. I used to like draw anime, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon nice. stuff. I used to like I used to just draw like I was that kid. And yeah, so I want to like I just want my music to be part of me. So like I want to incorporate like things I like, things that, that like. That represent me into it so yeah i got the idea to do the cartoon but i re but the reason why it's a cartoon is because it's for my like it's kind of for my son because he doesn't really get to see me and his mom together a lot yeah. so i wanted to give him a little like fun little journal a little diary a little something to have when he, when he grows Aww. up that's co-parenting done right i feel it you know? but that we find that it's with beautiful. a lot of different artists like you see eddie murphy goes do, does daddy daycare does dr doolittle like you find especially when you like you're you're a young dad so it's like you haven't even he's not your child's not at the age yet where it's like they're absorbing everything and regurgitating it yet but mm-hmm. you want there to be a time where he sees your the work that you've done and it's something that he could be proud of because in a lot of ways eddie murphy is not proud of some of the things he said on delirious and some of the things he said on raw 
And oh, like yeah. his kids I mean, have to see that. Like his kids have to grow up. He's and, gay bashing in those. Exactly. Ones. So like it didn't age well. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the other stuff minus that joke is fine. Yeah. You know what I mean, but exactly. No, I feel you on that. Yeah. You yeah, want to always have to think about your legacy. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And you are, like I said, multifaceted. You don't just sing. You don't just model. You also draw. You also dance. You also act. Like, are you going to be getting into your acting bag? Hey, watch, man, soon. (laughs) Hey, that sounded like a movie deal in the works already. Uh, I can't wait. Watch. (laughs) (laughs) Manifest, manifest. (laughs) Manifest all of it. Manifest all of it. Uh, When can we look forward to the music video? Well, it comes out October 1st, so it's like Wednesday. Oh, snap. Oh, shit. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. World premiere, 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 premiere. World premiere. And it's called No More. Yeah. No More. All right. And what's this? What's the feel we're going on with this one? This one's a little funky. Like, it's like high energy. It's like, yeah, I like it. It's like, you remind me of the 80s a little bit. I like it. That's what's up. That sound is just really making a comeback heavily like i feel they're they're you know they say things are cyclical every 20 to 30 exactly. years exactly yeah and but i feel they've recycled everything so they're recycling recycling two things at once yeah so there's a bit the of national. 90s and 80s yeah. Mashed up together, yeah yeah like from the fashion all the way down to like the music style like a 24 karat magic yeah you know what i'm saying but i feel like they're going through they're they're recycling trends faster even yeah. the anderson pack or uh or even dylan st Clair, dylan st Clair had some very funky like d'angelo yeah, type yeah. vibes on his album and like we're just seeing i i think that that whole even the bass like i don't know if you've noticed the the bass making having solos now <laughs> like i've heard mm, a bass solo in a long time yeah. and so like we're seeing those things all come back around is there any type of music you want to experiment with uh uh, I'm excited for you to for you guys to see because I've pretty uh, I've experimented a lot because I feel like the f- I've like I've I've recorded like over over 40 songs so mm-hmm. like I've 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 really dabbled into everything that I that I enjoyed myself and mm-hmm. see like to find what what and what and what area I really found found myself and I felt like I could it could like express like re- that I could represent myself in so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a few different like there's some French stuff, everything. So yeah, okay. I'm excited to just share everything with you guys. That's a sub. Have you ever performed any of your music? Yeah, actually, I had a few. I had a few concerts in LA. Nice. Uh, yeah, and n- n- never, never in Toronto or Canada. Oh, Not we, yet. Well, yeah, start. we gotta get manifest. We have to figure out some type of COVID safe, uh, probably like to, situation. Be or something. We got. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Nice live shows. I definitely need yeah. to hear Adonis like. Middle of the summer, feed in the grass. <laughs> I feel like your music is feed in the grass music. Does that make sense? Oh, for real. Yoga <laughs> music, nature, earthy. It's, That's it's, what's it's up. Doing yoga naked on grass blades. <laughs> yes. It's doing- I was going to say, I'm going to do it on my next one with nature hike. <laughs> I'll just be blasted in. Yeah, Alicia's, Alicia's in the wilderness, wilderness right now finding peace and chasing yeah. the aurora borealis. Yep. But for real, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I'm out in Alberta. <laughs> oh my man, my dad wants to go do that. I'll hit Is you up it? about the info on that. I want. I actually okay. want to go. <laughs> it's really beautiful out here. Hey man, I'm thinking about moving here. I'm just like forget Toronto. Let Besides Slave Lake, all the time. Got- <laughs> I'm not going to Slave Lake. <laughs> 
Hey, there's, there's a huge Jamaican <laughs> population in Edmonton. Reserves, okay? Listen, we just saw a very, very odd video in Edmonton where, where racists were fighting protesters. Uh, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's <laughs> the best place for you to go, Alicia. <laughs> I'm not in Edmonton. I'm a little bit more south. More um, south. Still, I definitely think there's hella white people. There's actually a lot of Indian people around. Oh, yeah? Cousins like complex. I was like, there's hella Indian people here. Listen, like, I was like, dang, immigrants go where the money. Is. A lot of my niggas go to yeah. Edmonton for the money, for sure. so Indian people are definitely out there making that bread. Yeah, definitely. Sure. There's definitely money that could be made here, or at least was. Wait, so they they get paid um, like twenty dollars an hour in freaking Tim Hortons out there. That's minimum yeah. wage. Well, back like fifteen years yeah, ago, it used to or be. five years ago. Sorry. There's there's like a lot of things going on now. I think the economy is kind of going down in terms of how much money is out here and available. Oh wow. Um yeah, just because of like the oil went down and there's a lot of people who like engineers like all the trades aren't there's not a lot more opportunities out here. So yeah. uh, there's some people who are definitely trying to figure out what the next move is. They're shook. COVID changing lives. Out all the oil from the sand. COVID changing yeah. lives. How's it being a, a father during these like troubling times right now? I mean, I've, at the beginning of it, I was kind of like worried. Cause like we couldn't even go like do little things. that go to the park. You can yeah. go to the park. The parks were lo- locked off. So yeah. like, at some point, I was like, "Like, damn, are you gonna see parks? Are you gonna know what parks are?" Right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like, He's only like gonna know just... like the one part. Virtual like, park Man, on Zoom. I did not <laughs> listen. Those little plastic lines, those little plastic caution tapes. I did not listen to. I'm like, go ahead, nephew, go go play on the swing. <laughs> <laughs> ain't ain't no bylaw officer cops coming around if they come through. Okay, fine, I'll stop. A ticket for swinging. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't see the the father that took his three sons out or something like that to go rollerblading and he got ticketed eight hundred dollars for being like rollerblading with his kids because wow. they said that they weren't social distancing. That was in like well, were they wearing movie. a mask? <laughs> it was in April. I think it was before like masks were even mandatory yeah. for us. Yeah. It's crazy. Before it was like not seeing people with masks was weird now it's like not seeing people with masks like yo what the fuck y'all doing (laughs) i be side-eyeing people but then i also need to remember i'm not in toronto and there's like the tap the town that i'm in there's literally two cases of covid (laughs) and adonis you're in like a very unique situation where you're you're co-parenting with someone that's across the border right yeah so like i can't really like because i wanted i want to take my son back and, and see her but then like and there's quarantine and there's like, I don't know about taking the, the, the plane with a baby right now. Yeah. So they make and everything, you know? So, so yeah, I can't like, she can't come here. <laughs> yeah. That must be annoying. I mean, oh, you're, fuck, you man. could go to the States. I know Canadians can go to the yeah. States, but then but you it's just like have to the, quarantine on the way back. It's just that yeah. risk though. Like, do you, I, I wouldn't, I don't think it'd be worth it in my eyes. If I had a kid, like young, especially kid yeah. that like, just i don't know I, I i would stay in the house by all means well did you hear that the spike the current spike right now it's like majority is 40 years and younger yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. majority is yeah, asymptomatic was outside at uh trinity bellwoods and all those on king street West. Yep, yep. <laughs> funny thing is not even trinity like at woodbine beach but woodbine yeah. beach y'all caught ringworm and covid for what <laughs> hey man people still went to woodbine beach when they had S- just, blade yeah, sticking, sticking out, out, out of the, the sand, go- the sand. Like, people were still gone man what yeah, yeah that's yeah, a we'll fact say. that's a fact there was a summer when people were putting razor blades on these pieces of wood and then have putting it in the sand so people would step in it 
like on some real fucked up shit. Yeah. People uh, re- I remember the time when they were poisoning apples and shit and like poisoning apples. Putting things yeah, in apples. There was so many Were they putting raisins? Here? <laughs> yeah, what kind of Cinderella story? <laughs> poisoning apples? Or like And I remember they were putting stuff on um the gas pumps. They were putting like razors and Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember on the that. Bottom of the gas pumps and we were like scared to touch the gas pumps after. I that. was on Twitter like, see this is where I don't got a car. <laughs> <laughs> when you broke, you got to use those opportunities to yeah. the best of your advantage. <laughs> but Adonis, thank you so much for tuning in with us. We're not going to keep you for too long. I know you got a busy schedule. Um, thank you. October 1st. No more. Yes, no more. Uh, the video coming too. Uh, music coming. Thank you so much for tuning in with us, bro. Really I appreciate have, it, man. Uh, Au revoir, mon ami. Have a good one, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to. <laughs> speak this nigga. Hey, man, to that's what you no, say goodbye, my best friend. We do. Au, au revoir. Oh, au revoir <laughs> Salut, mon frère. <laughs> Salut, mon frère. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Chris Robinson, man. He has this dope ass joke where he's like should i even say it yeah do it where he's just like he's talking about like yo getting robbed over here versus getting, <laughs> versus robbed. getting robbed in like montreal <laughs> can't rob me in montreal can't what do you hear me over here they be like yo let me talk to you for a second yo come here bro come here bro let me talk to you for a second bro <laughs> what, what they gonna say to me in montreal salut mon frere <laughs> <laughs> like, i was fucking <laughs> <laughs> I die every time. It's funny though, because like you could wear a bandana around your neck in in like in LA, and you look hard. But you yeah. wear a bandana around your neck in in, in a French country, and you look like you <laughs> like you bake right now. You, you about to have a croissant? You got <laughs> you got a fast bike? What is going on right now? Damn, that's hilarious. Oh man. Um, shout out to Adonis Boso, man. Uh, make sure you guys check out his music on all streaming platforms. Really dope, brother. Uh, amazing voice. Uh, October 1st, No More is going to be dropping. Make sure you guys check that out. <laughs> Make sure you specifically listen to his music when you go to all those uh, Sunflower uh, bed parties. Yeah, when y'all, when, y'all, y'all. when y'all jack my fucking swag. You know, when I y'all go- jack my swag. I googled Adonis No More and some like Adonis Dervishage popped up. <laughs> He's got a song called No More also. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's the battle of the Adonises for No More. Make sure you just click the black one. Click the black one. <laughs> Don't click on Adonis Amplify black voices, people. Support black. Uh, support black. Buy black. Black lives black. matter. <laughs> black music matters. Yo, did you hear Big about facts. that BLM? There was like a fake BLM in Australia, and some guy left with like 700,000 in donations. Wow. Oh, wow. And he, just shut, it. It, he shut it down mm-hmm. real quick. Is he Nigerian? No, he's a we white guy from Australia. He's a white guy from Australia. <laughs> we gotta stop pushing that narrative. <laughs> I apologize to all my Nigerian listeners. Every time we talk about scamming or fraud, I'm like, is he Nigerian? <laughs> is he a Nigerian was prince? He a Nigerian prince. <laughs> was, he, was he a was he from a missionary? Was he a missionary? Um a lot to get to this week. A lot to get to. Um basketball, Lakers going back to the finals. Yeah, he well, going did, back to the finals. You know what? I really thought they were gonna try and push a L.A. Boston, uh, like rematch. Oh yeah, but mm. uh, I think this Miami L.A. thing is gonna be amazing. To be honest, I wouldn't care either way. I think it's a good matchup with any of those two teams facing uh, the Lakers. Um, you got you know Bam that's gonna match up with AD very well. He's athletic. He's energetic. Yeah. He, he's hungry for rebounds. He's a great passer. He can extend him out to a mid-range shot. So 
that's something that he hasn't had to face in the playoffs so yeah. far. Real quick, though, speaking on Bam, did you know mm. that the Spurs mm. were trying to trade for Bam and Kawhi? Ooh. But then we came in and, and said, intercepted. All that. With a way yeah. better deal. You know we had saying? a way better deal. And we got it. <laughs> yeah. you know? Definitely. We had a way better deal in that, in that regard. Um, yeah, you got Jimmy Butler, who's played fairly well against LeBron in his career. Mm. Um, and they always say he's the toxic one in the on the teams, but well, this is the thing, him. right? Every, every team he's been on, his you know, he's took them to the playoffs. Why I like this a lot is because to me, Jimmy Butler is a poor man's LeBron. Like he is a leader above all. He's not the greatest basketball player. He's not the greatest shooter. He's not the greatest passer. But he's probably one of the best teammates to have in the league. When you're talking about someone that motivates their guys, someone that uh, when it time comes, if it's in crunch time and he's he knows he's got to do it, then he he can flip the switch and stop being the team player and just be attack, attack, attack. And he's relentless on defense. He's tough. He doesn't take no shit, and he leads by example. And so when he's on point, the rest of his team is on point. Especially the young guys. You got a guy like Tyler fucking Kiro. Yo. That nigga. Listen, holy. That young boy is gonna be. A beast. I mean, have, have you seen his like his high school? His girl. And, and well, aside from that, we'll get into that. <laughs> God in damn, brother! Cole, what in the Kyle Kuzma is going on there? But no, in his high school and college games. Yo, the kid was so poised. They call him the bucket, bro. Like what? <laughs> you can't Your name the name bucket in Toronto. I know. That's why I said in Toronto <laughs> that did not fly. That would not fly, bro. Um, but no, he for for a rookie to be doing what he's doing. At 20 years old, um, this deep into the playoffs, and when you look at who's motivating him, you got to attribute some of that to Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler has held him accountable on all fronts. That's what Jimmy Butler does when he goes yeah, to these organizations. Yeah. He holds everyone to the same standard as himself. Um, and when he's on other teams, they've the coach has not liked it because he's lazy or the – Players didn't like it because they're ego-filled and mm -hmm. don't think they got to work as hard. And he's not he's finally in the perfect situation where everyone is bought into his mentality. And then you have other vets on the team to reiterate his sentiments. You got Iguodala, mm -hmm. a proven vet, another one of those glue guys who yeah. does whatever needs to be done in the moment. It's yep. not about... I need to score 30 points a game. I need to do whatever. I need to fill the holes. It's like if a ship was poking holes and water was coming up, Iggy's the one that's patching every hole. And that's why he's still in the NBA. Yeah. That's why I mean, he's, he's got not, this career. He's not busting his ass, killing his, his physicality, you know. It's definitely not for his hair. Minutes. Yo, definitely no, not no. for his hair. He just plays his role. Yo. That's what's allowed him to stay in the league for years. We talk about LeBron's hair. We, we need a discussion about Iggy's hair. Iggy got, I mean, uh, Iggy got a slave top. <laughs> wow. You don't got a high top. You got a slave top. That shit is wow. Oppression. Oppression damn. in those curls. Oppression, oh, I say. <laughs> I'd rather Caruso's here. <laughs> oh my yeah, no, it's I'd rather Caruso's here. Caruso's here, at least, you know, 
is an even spread of of, of nothing of alopecia. <laughs> oh my God. It's an even spread of alopecia. Holy grandma! Iggy got that chicken pox alopecia on the oh, top of his head, man. Right. It's just it's going in different places. <laughs> you know what? You know when um, when poodles get old, <laughs> <laughs> when black poodles get old. <laughs> And then, oh god! And the, oh the elbows god. start start to lose hair and shit. Oh god! <laughs> that Eagle Dollar's head looks like a old poodle elbow. <laughs> Oh my god! Not the elbow. <laughs> <laughs> Not the elbow. Oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! But no, you also got the complete opposite of him in here, Jay Crowder. Oh, Crowder is <laughs> who's like... also a vet and also a glue guy, a guy who'll get shit done when it needs to be. If you need a charge late in the game, he's got you. He's got he's got eight mile Mackay Pfeiffer dreads. Yeah, like he's the got thick. them thick dreads, <laughs> them thick Miami dreads. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, they they got a great team over there. I need Kendrick Nunn to step it up. That nigga started off the season like he was in the rookie of the year talks. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, Tyler Hero right. is just yamming his food mm. right now. Come on, brother. Black Lives Matter. Yo, did you see <laughs> did you see the memes on, on Solomon? No, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> Solomon. Like, uh Solomon, the the he's one of the deep players, uh, um deep bench players on the Heat. Solomon? Something Solomon. <laughs> he's got oh, hair like uh, He's been on the team forever, I think. Yeah. Solomon? Exactly. Yeah. Like, no one ever sees him on the court, and he actually got playing time <laughs> oh, shit. In, the, in the Eastern Conference Finals, and uh, they're just like, oh, this is what, 2020? What's his name? I don't know who that nigga is. Oh, He's been on the team forever. I'm Are you guys sure. talking about Udonis Haslam? No, no not no, him. No, Solomon Hill. Solomon, Solomon Hill. Hill. Oh, Solomon Hill. Okay. Oh. When? How long has he been on the team? Maybe I was thinking about somebody else still. Are you sure? Because you know everybody. <laughs> I'm positive. <laughs> I'm positive. <laughs> he was at my cousin's house last week. Maybe. I asked him. <laughs> yeah, what about Solomon Hill? What about him? No, they're just like there's so many yeah. funny ass memes of like oh, this face. Oh god, like when he, he comes out, he he's like uh, there's a there's the one of like J.R. Smith squinting like, oh, huh? like yeah, yeah. what Solomon Hill got playoff <laughs> playoff time and that's when you Eastern know the Conference game is finals? fucking done. <laughs> that's when you know the game is over. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're probably gonna see a really dope um, finals. I think they match up pretty well, but I do think LeBron is not losing. Never. I don't no, think. Not now. I think AD first of all is too close to a ring where he's not gonna turn up every game. And when you Red have Fox. an AD that turns up every game, it's over. Yeah. It's over. Matched with a LeBron who's going to turn up every game, it's 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 a done deal. Like, He's got that same focused look. Bruh. Like and LeBron, when he has that look, man. And I've not been the the you know the LeBron championer. I've not not been the Me LeBron. Either. This is true. This is true. Yep. You know what I mean? But I do give respect where respect is due. And this guy, 17th year for him to be doing what he's doing in the playoffs. Tenth, as as if time has not 13th. changed. 10th in yep. the finals. 10th in the finals. Yeah. And yep. he is, it's like he hasn't missed a step. Like when I... When I think about that last game, that last elimination game, where things weren't falling for LA and five mm -hmm. possessions in a row, he just he said, Give me the screen. Lay up. Give me the screen. Lay up. Yeah, he, he ran the same play five times in a row and knew they couldn't stop him. 
But the, yeah, cra- the craziest side. thing about yep. that, though, is that's what we wanted to see LeBron do five, six years ago when he first came in. But he was like, nah, I'm going to pass. I'm going to get my team. Yeah, he was deferring. But now he's at the point where he's like, listen, fuck y'all. I know who I am. I know where I'm at in this game. And I know what the fuck <laughs> We're going to win or we not going to win? He has, <laughs> he, he has a supreme <laughs> understanding of the game. His IQ is through the fucking roof. He sees plays like three, four steps ahead. And he understands... The spirituality of the game. There's a there's when you're playing basketball, it's not just about like the physicality and just like doing the best moves and all that stuff. Like sometimes you got to know when to dunk and exactly. what type of dunk because what type of dunk in a certain moment can change the entire game. Sometimes mm-hmm. you got to know when you need to draw the charge, mm-hmm. when you need to make a defensive stop. Because it, it'll change the tide and momentum and energy of the game. And he understands that better than probably anyone I've ever seen in basketball. So, I, the Heat got their work cut out for them. Good luck. God bless. That chase down block, when you see him do that and you're back on, like you're on the offensive end and you're a Laker and you see him do that, you're, you're ready to go. Yeah, as the soon next as I play. just see him running down the court, if someone's on a fast break layup, I'm like, well, they thought they had two points. Iguodala <laughs> like, will up. never be the same. Like, <laughs> oh he can my never God. make a layup. I, I need to see him get pinned this series. <laughs> oh, just, to, just for the fields. I just need a fast break where Iggy just gets pinned. And he, you just see him going into like a state of shock. Like he can't even play anymore. He's shell-shocked. Like, not again. No. <laughs> it's not again. all over. He can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> Oh, man. Yo, um, speaking of getting away with this, here we go. All right. <laughs> Tory Lanez. Here we go. Tory! Tory. Tory! <laughs> Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez has put out a 17-track album, mixtape, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. 17-track project. Are we allowed to listen to him now? Is he is he full fully canceled? R. Kelly canceled yet? Um, depends on who you are. I, I, I guess it's subjective. Yeah, there's people who have decided to listen. I not being one of them. I um, guess you have you'd have to wait have. till the gavel hits and everybody knows what the end result is. Well, yeah, for some people, for most people, they people that ain't shit. So there's some, there's for most most people have chosen a side, whether right or wrong. They've chosen a side, and that's what I've noticed. It's like there are people who have chosen that Tori didn't do anything mm-hmm. in their mind. I always ask, based off, their answer is never anything but things he says in his songs, which were things people said on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so I cannot put stake into that. Yeah. I see... Everything with me is all hypotheticals, and that's why, because we truly don't know what the exact details are. We don't know the what exact... what she said in her yeah. rant and what he said in his music. Well, we don't know exact details, but we do know some details, and that's what I go by. We mm-hmm. know that <clears throat> there was an argument. We know that there was... Um, a, she had left the car, and we know that she got shot she in the foot. She was injured. She yeah. was shot in the foot. The hospital said, yes, there was a bullet wound in her foot. Yeah. We know these things are true. Yeah. What we've been told is that the only person with a gun in the car was Tory's security. Yeah. Um, we've been told that 
Meg and her best friend that were in the car no longer speak anymore. We've been told that um, th- that it was over Kylie Jenner. So yeah. it's like there's things that we've been told can that I, haven't been proven. Can, can I, well, can I? So this is the hypothetical thing I had in my like in my head. I, I was like trying to picture exactly what went down. I was like, what if? Let's say, what if? I don't okay? want to do this. What <laughs> if? Let's say Megan was about to do something super just on call for was about like almost career ending because in in that insane drunk jealous fit of anger she was about to do something to Kylie or whatever and Tori was sending let's say he shot a warning shot to just be like stop you're gonna ruin your career if you do this to Kylie right now you know and in that accidentally ends up shooting her and then she has you know what I'm saying and I'm not saying that happened but I was trying to like figure out why would this guy create this whole album and create all these elaborate stories like obviously it's to save himself but yep. like let's just say because the paint the picture that i felt that he was painting was listen you guys don't know the full story because we're not allowed to tell the story she can't even tell you the full story i can't even tell you the full story but this is what i got this is what i can tell you until all shit is done you know what i'm saying so when i when i was because I listened to it multiple times, right? And I was, and I hate to say it, if he didn't shoot her, this would have been a slapping album. But he shot her. So you, you can't really listen to it in the same way anymore. Yeah, I, did, I saw lyrics of it on Twitter, and I was just like, okay. First, first of all, let's start, let's start here. You drop it. I understand she she did the the Instagram live. What was it on his birthday? Mm. On his birthday, it was correct. On his yep. birthday, right? Yes. yes, that was petty. Now he drops an album on the day she's in Time 100's most influential woman. Also, I Again, think that was, it was his mother. It was the day his mother died. Apparently, yeah, day the mother passed away. Yeah, so he released it on that. the day his mother died. Now, this is my problem with that, and I even heard that, and I was like, okay, I understand that cool my thing is releasing something on the day your mother died with no track dedicated <laughs> to your mother <laughs> um, releasing something woman. to uh, um a 17 track album um saying you can't say what happened but here's everything around what happened um and essentially trying to use your music um as a means of telling your story all of this matched with the fact that Brianna Taylor's case came out the day before, right? We got the verdict the day before, right? Yep. Okay. Yes. Correct. And it wasn't a secret that it was going to be, the verdict was going to come. Like we knew for a week that the verdict was going to come on that day. Correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. Just so I'm not, I'm not losing anybody here. Now, when, uh, 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 protests were going on and people were getting shot during the protests um there is music that came out but it was delayed and it was delayed because of the protests and you know everything the heat of what was going on out of respect of for what was going on tori delayed his music no 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 or just people in general there was delayed music and you know who delayed that music takashi 69 (laughs) takashi 69 delayed music out of respect for 
what's going on in is the world. Is it out of respect or because he's he literally knew said that it's, it's out gonna, of respect? It's gonna it, regardless take of what, attention away from his release. So it's not gonna take attention away from his release. People are gonna listen to music if they want to listen to music. It's his fans especially. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, not yeah. taken away from shit. But he, it's definitely gonna look bad if you're a PR person. You're definitely advising your client. This doesn't look good. You're already in the hole with these people. It's probably not the best time to drop the music. Well, right I guess here. that's the problem with Tory being independent. He doesn't have people telling him, "Hey, don't do this on this date." Okay, but you are a person. Yeah, you are a human being. You are a someone who is on trial mm -hmm. or will be on trial for shooting someone in the foot. A woman, a black woman. Mm -hmm. Now, the day after, a black woman doesn't get the justice she deserves, and even let's say she did get the justice. Let's say if everyone was found guilty, and you drop your song. You're 17 songs talking about this the day after that. Does that sound or look or feel right to you? It's like you personally. No compassion. None. Uh, yeah. Like, and speaking it, it, of, of what's going on in the world, yeah, it would, it would be a really dumb idea. And you know what's even worse for me is, is that he's completely contradicting what he's, what he's saying. What he quote unquote says in the songs. While... Doing it's like, well, you're saying we need to. He came out with something saying we need to protect black women. Okay, let me start here. Rick Ross called him out on some shit, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Rick Yo, Ross they, called him out on some shit. I'm a play. Car. I'm a play. I'm a play. Yeah, he bought him a, uh, a little smart car. He spent thirty thousand dollars to prank him. That's amazing. So, Rick Ross had this to say. Choice, homie. You ain't getting no money with that shit. Dropping that project just out of respect for Breonna Taylor. Just out of respect for Breonna Taylor, brother. We gotta respect these sisters. That ain't how you address the accusations you're facing with the sister. That was a poor choice, homie. You ain't getting no some yeah, shit. People this. like my boy, I appreciate how you responded swiftly to Rose, but that's how you should have did the sister that accused you of shooting. Press the gunshot right now. That's what you owed her family. That's what you owed all the black women in the world. You should have. No. Just that accusation alone. I'm not going to give him a gunshot. You know why I'm not going <laughs> to give Rick Ross a gunshot? Because he's speaking on how you need to respect Breonna Taylor. And you shouldn't have put out that music and all this shit while simultaneously promoting Bel Air all over the screen in front of him. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll talk about the second part. Second part, he also puts up Bel Air <laughs> on the screen. I'll show you to you. Protesting. You ain't protesting Miami. He puts different companies. Swiftly. The companies the change. Untouchable. Official Bel Air. He did the same thing with the smart car. Wingstop. All this shit, right? They're both doing the same thing. You, you want to hear Tori's oh, response? God. Let's hear Tori's, Tori's response. I respect you too much as a black man to disrespect you in these times. However, I went out and marched nine days straight <laughs> for Breonna Taylor in your city. I didn't see the boss out there once. Also, stop tagging your endorsements and posts about her. It's a poor decision. But then Ross came back like, bro, you live right where the protests were happening. Yeah. You just went downstairs. Which is, what, what does that mean though? Ops. But what does that mean though? Who yeah. cares? I didn't have to go downstairs. Yeah. I did go. You know what I mean? Like, so that, that argument was null and void to me. And I'm not going to dispute the fact that he went nine days straight for her, but this is what happened the day before. 
Yeah. If you had nine days of respect of walking for her, yeah. why couldn't you have nine days to just chill on an album? Just, just, just a, a week. A I'm week. almost pretty sure he probably thought those nine days and photo ops of the nine days would show that he's been showing support. So he probably didn't think, oh, if I release this, they're not, you know. I, that doesn't protesting does not give you a right to disrespect the woman that you protested for. But I'm just saying that's probably what he had in his mind. Yeah, I, I don't know what he had in his mind, but. He probably figured, hey, man, I've been here for nine days straight. You can't tell me I'm not supportive of the Breonna, of Breonna Taylor's movement. Like, Listen, I'm all for him stating his case. I'm not going to ever say that, you know, like only Meg can say what she feels and this, that, and the third. However, you ha just have to be mindful. Of I just don't think it looks good. Like Everything that he's done does not look good. It's yeah. So, le so let's say... Um, in some weird twist, we find out Tori was actually telling the truth and Megan was lying. Well, let me read this to you. Then, then what happens? Let me read this to you then. This person, Kodakademics, I, I have no idea who this person is. Um, someone just put this in uh, the group chat. Um, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. Um, this person said, Megan, her best friend, was struggling for the gun. Both of them pointing the gun at the ground so nobody would get shot. Tori steps in and tries to part it. Keep in mind, he's the reason why they're fighting. As he tries to part it, the gun goes off. They're all drunk. Meg don't know what happened because she's too drunk. Meg's team, Rock Nation, tells her to say it was Tori who willfully shot her. Meg team calls Tori, tells him don't make any statement or else. So Tori got fed up because he, he's losing a lot of money, staying silent. And then Tori decides to release an album giving hints as to what did and didn't happen. He, he's giving hints because he, if he says anything, it can be used against him in court. Keep in mind, Tori's gun residue came back negative, so he didn't do it. And Megan and her best friend still not talking. The reality is Megan shot herself, but she can't believe it because she was too drunk. And that's what I was saying. What if she was doing something so foul that it'll ruin her career? And instead of like throwing herself under the bus, admitting to it, let's throw Tori under the bus and put herself up here and Tori down here. Well, what's so foul? Like, what's so... F what could she have done that was foul that ended up with her getting shot in the foot that warrants that? Well, if they were saying that she was fighting with her best friend over the gun and Tori came in to stop it and then it ends up popping off while all three hands are on it. But if her and her best friend are no longer friends, why wouldn't she include the friend in the story? She has no reason to protect her. That doesn't make any sense. They're not friends. It's true. Also, what doesn't make any sense is him bringing up Kylie and the fact that Meg was mad about Kylie. That proves that there was motive for an, a fight, which has nothing to do with the two best friends fighting. Mm -hmm. So this is just... A, the, people are just coming up with whatever they can. I, I, I commend them. I commend them. When you guys love an artist, man, y'all go gun a fucking hole for people bro <laughs> i just feel like it's so stupid and then all these like media blogs and stuff like that are running with the most comments and stuff like the stupidest comments there was a profile that ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I said they used to dress Megan and they have a whole 30 followers. Yep. And I'm like, Yep. Y'all are yep. over here posting yep. this person's comment and they have 30 followers. You think they're really dressing Megan? I, I want to <laughs> no. say this. I won't say anything about it. I provided clothes for Megan when I first opened my boutique. You have 30 followers, my G. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, listen, listen. And people are going to run with it and believe that because at the end of the day, like so many people are conditioned to just like not believe what the woman says and that, um, like we're just wrong in general or we're always looking to you know put the black man into a specific a certain light right yeah like uh, i mean everybody just needs to stop assuming or coming up with theories and just wait i'm pretty sure the thing said october 10th was the court date or october uh, i don't know sometime in october early to mid october we're there we're there just just wait two weeks just wait mm-hmm. and just and see what was said, what happened. Then we could all move from there. If Meg's a liar, Meg's a liar. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is she's the one that got shot. <laughs> like <laughs> She's the one that got shot. With the injury. I, don't, I, don't, I, I can't f- not feel bad for someone who got shot. And that's mm-hmm. where we're at. No, There's sure. a lot of people trying to not feel bad that someone got shot by someone that they might have a lot of love for. And I get it. It sucks when when Chris Brown did that shit with Rihanna. Yeah. I was so disappointed. It was insane. Like, this is one of my favorite artists now. And I got to just stop listening to you because <clears throat> you're fucked. Temporarily. And that's the other thing, too, is like people are like, oh, you know, when Chris, Bra- when Chris Brown's name gets brought up in this, in this stuff, um... And he lashes back out and says, yo, keep me out. Keep this shit away from me. Like, this has nothing to do with me. Mm. I don't think people understand. And when people go, oh, see, y'all didn't cancel Chris Brown. Chris Brown's still out here making music, living life. People understand that that is the consequence and the thing that you, that is your punishment. Mm -hmm. Every time some shit like this comes up, your name is now attached to it. He shot this girl. And people are bringing up Chris Brown fighting a woman in in the car. They're not the same thing, yeah. but they are. It doesn't matter. That is now your punishment for whatever you did. That is, you may not be canceled, but people do not forget. And that's something that people are like. I they, don't know. Beating somebody, punching and hitting somebody repeatedly is to me is worse than one gunshot. Well, yeah. Well, th- this is the thing. It's, it's subjective. For all people, it's gonna be oh no, I wouldn't ever pick up a gun and shoot at somebody like a human being. Like, it's uh, all but bad. shooting some, sh- shooting it's all just trash. It's just all trash. But like, all bad. Yep. It's just all trash. So it's gonna be grouped together no matter what. It doesn't matter the extent of abuse that you have put on somebody. Like, it's still bad. It's still abuse. No, but but beating somebody up, like, stabbing somebody, and shooting somebody are all three different feelings. Trust it's me. three different feelings, but there's still results it's still in the same a form bullshit. Of abuse. There results in the same bullshit, and the level of passion does not I, warrant I or take away from anything. It's easier. It's easier for a coward to shoot somebody than it is to beat somebody up or stab them. Definitely, Where, it's very telling of. Of your personality, for sure. Mm-hmm. Your character. But, 
Yeah, like I said, man, I I I think we should just all just wait. <laughs> yeah. And mm. and if you don't listen, if you want to be mad at whoever, be mad at whoever, but you literally have to wait until this story comes out to know anything. Yeah. And I'm not choosing sides here like I heard Megan's out, I heard Tori's out, and I'm just trying to like be be the jury trying to like see okay who's really innocent in all this i don't care you know <laughs> for me well, it's like for i the don't most care part, but i made myself care for this, for yeah. this fucking podcast so yeah we, i knew we were gonna talk about it i don't care in terms of like the theories and the conspiracy like people are saying oh uh tory's Tori, label yeah tory's label set this up rock nation is behind this like I'm just like, to black man. why are you guys doing this so to yourself? To cut him out of here <laughs> why are you doing this to yourself? Uh, it's almost like it's someone ch- trying to create scenarios of uh, they have such a good relationship and now they got to, there's something, there's something, there's got to be something. There's got to be more. There's got to be more. <laughs> like, it, no, it's, it's just a lot. He fucked up. Yeah. He did some trash shit yeah. at the end of the day. He, I don't know. Speaking of trash shit. We're going to continue on this theme of trash. The men are trash. <laughs> Uh, this time the men aren't trash. Um, what? The women are trash in this scenario. Uh, Vanessa Bryant. Well, actually, there is a man that's trash. Vanessa Bryant is um, suing a police officer mm-hmm. for showing and exposing and taking pictures of Kobe at the mm-hmm. explosion site. Um, uh, this officer took pictures of the bodies of Kobe and his daughter. Um, and decided to show off at a bar drunkenly to a girl he was trying to like. This is what this is the extent that niggas will go for some pum pum. This guy tried to flex the dead bodies of Kobe and Gigi um, in a in an attempt to get pussy at a bar. Yeah, what kind of? And like, if this year hasn't been enough for Vanessa Bryant, like it just keeps it just keeps going. Her mom uh, went to like a news. It was a news source. It was like um, a Telemundo. So it was like a Spanish news source. Oh, Telemundo. So it's a Spanish TV and cried on television saying that her daughter has cut her off from the funds. And come to find out like literally Kobe's entire career. He's been taking care of the the, the mom's funds. Um, the she she's really mad that she can't get a certain apartment she wants, and she's still getting money, but it's not the amount she wants. <laughs> and so Gosh. she she went to a news. She went to the news, and outed her daughter, and cried on TV about that. Mom. I could not Mom. imagine that is terrible. The rage within me if my mom were to do that. To not me. only you lose your There's husband and your daughter, like but now you're gonna lose really trash. your mother. You're losing your mom over what? Over bullshit? Over what? It's like, and this is the thing too, especially when people die, and there's now money just given. There's a will. There's inheritance. There's that's it. listen among families that's when you really see who about that life yeah, man yeah because when that inheritance money comes especially when it's when it has to do with favorites with like one person getting more than another person and the or this person is in charge of the funds but everybody's allowed to it it's like shit gets really sticky and if you don't have a strong family union man 
it, it's gonna go left just like this situation. No, for sure. But like I, I, I but feel mom, for Vanessa. How Bryant. are you gonna do that to your daughter while she's like it hasn't even been a year? Like, she's still grieving. There's so many family members who do this shit. Like they just see the money and they don't really care about the person afterwards. And once you get cut off, that's when their attitude changes. Look at Meghan Markle's dad. It happens all the freaking time. That's why I'm always like, yo, like I don't want to give nobody any money. <laughs> yeah, Meghan Markle's dad was was on <laughs> the news talking about how she won't be able to handle being a royal, and like just basically just. Shitting on, sh- shitting on her basically sh- putting her under the bus like it's just super wild man um, she at the wedding <laughs> vanessa bryant had this to say she provided a statement to the program in response to her mother's claims my husband and daughter passed away unexpectedly and yet my mother had the audacity to do a television interview speaking negative of me while shedding tears for a car and a house that were not in her name she was re- she has removed all her diamond jewelry I emptied the apartment I provided and put away the furniture to make it look like she doesn't have my support. My husband and I have supported her financially for the past 20 years and continue to do so in addition to her monthly alimony. Contrary to previous reports, she has not been physically present or emotionally supportive of my daughters and me after my husband and daughter passed away. Now I see what is most important to my mother and, it is more th- and it's more than painful. I hope that everything that, co- that is coming out about our personal relationship ends here. That is absolutely insane. Not only did you go on TV about this, you set it up, you lied about it, <laughs> you scammed essentially your daughter, yeah. and you, you're attempted to take money out of her children's pockets yeah. at the same time She's trying to while not even character. being there for her Mm-mm. bro this whole time that this has been happening i've been picturing her mom at home taking care of the baby yeah We're helping take care <laughs> taking of the care care. of the baby nah. she's in the bedroom crying she's like don't worry baby i got it i got it i got it that's what i'm picturing in my mind this no. whole time that's, no she's sitting down plotting mothers would do bro this whole time she hasn't had her mom like think of it think of that like you're, the love of your life, the only love of your life, is dead. Matched with your daughter, yeah. also gone. And your mom isn't even there for you, who you've literally taken care of financially yeah. <laughs> for 20 years. That's 20 years of fraud. <laughs> that's 20 years of scamming I'm, I'm also I'm 100% sure that mom's had it in her head she was set for life as long as Kobe was alive Absolutely. And, and even life. after Co- but this is the thing you're still set for life she said nothing's changed you're, we're still giving her money she still gets monthly allowance basically monthly yeah. alimony she's got a car and a, and a house she's got furniture she's mm-hmm. got jewelry diamonds <laughs> what and you're still you it's you want more mm-hmm. it's not about it's not about her having it it's about now kobe is not the one in charge now vanessa's not asking kobe to get money for the mom now to it's like vanessa's money, money. Yeah. now you can give me as much money as you want yeah and you're not doing that mm. so yeah. i'm gonna snake you yeah yeah that's fucking wild bro 
Why are people so greedy? Like, why? I was going to say, did she do it on Tele Latino? Like, she did it on a Spanish show. Did she do it on Telemundo thinking it wasn't going to come to the States or something? Like, it doesn't matter where she did it. Is that her mom right there? El Gordo y la Flaca. That's the show that she did it on. Damn. And it's just like, and she's on there crying, bro. Like, crying. You emptied your apartment. For this, for this yeah. news thing, and you found the ability to rupt, to bring up tears. Yeah. But I love how she said uh, Kobe Nasty. Bryant's been supporting her. Like, no, Kobe Bryant has been supporting his wife. You just so, so happen to be part of that package. Kobe ain't want to pay that yeah. shit. He ain't paying for you. You <laughs> think he would care to pay for Kobe you if, you, if she wasn't shit. around? And what's worse yeah. is that Kobe already has a bad relationship with his parents. I really? heard his parents do the same thing. His parents are on the same vibe. Money Man. things, bro. Well, so it's like, damn. in a way, Kobe might have been like seeing this as his only mother figure and being like, all right, I'm not going to make the same mistake, uh, you know, with this, with those yeah. parents. And it's just wild, bro. It's just wild that people can be that greedy and just heartless. Yeah. That's your daughter. That's your daughter. That's the person that that's allowed your, you to even have the life that you have right that's now. That's your daughter after her husband and child died. Like, not even half a year. That's different levels of, of uh, uh, sociopath. <laughs> that's a different level for me. I don't, I'm not I, really surprised though. out of any of this, though. This is the craziest uh, part. Yeah, you're right, I've you're seen right. so many like mothers who just expect their sons, when they get into certain positions, to just give them the world. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's your child's money. Listen, Do you know what I mean? Like, just, just because they raised you for X amount of time doesn't mean that you're entitled to get a lot of their money do you know what i mean some people look at look at how many ki- parents especially in the sports world look at their kids as investments like yeah. there's no four-year-old that's saying yeah i want to go to the boxing gym every day mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that is a parent that has made a choice for that child and i don't care how much they want to go in there yeah he always loved doing this he loved doing this you know he was doing this when he was this you know me kid you know me people i've talked to especially like when i was in high school where they didn't want to do what they're doing anymore. They hated yeah. it now. It's a, it's like a job. Like they started like loving basketball. Because that's all you needed to, like, that's all you knew. And your parents have put into your brain that this is the only way you're going to get a, a mm-hmm. higher education. And this is yeah, the only higher way. education, how you're really going to get paid and be able to like help your family. Yep. So like a lot of times I will like say to people, I'd be like, you know, you have a purpose that's bigger than just like, you know, playing sports, Mm -hmm. sports is how it's going to feed you, your family, your future family, future generations, potentially, if you manage your money, right. But like, you have a bigger purpose, like, and you need to tap into that. And like, even with me, like, I know that more, more likely than not, like, whenever I do have a child, the child is going to be more athletic. (laughs) They're going to be tall. They're going to be, you know, big body. And I'm definitely going to give them the options, but I'm going to give them the options to do like everything. Yeah. Because like my I'm, mom gave me the option to do everything. And I guess the difference when I played basketball, and I mean, maybe she should have pushed me a little bit more was like, if I didn't want to do something, she'd be like, okay, cool. I'm not going to force you. Meanwhile, my friends whose dads were always in the gym with them and pushing them to make sure that they train 24 like seven. Ryan. Uh, yeah like ryan <laughs> ryan these- was heavy with that that was one of the first people i spoke to where i realized yo like parents can, can parents can ruin this thing 
Like yeah. I was always mad that my parents weren't as involved and weren't as like, mm -hmm. you know, like I always wished I had the parent was like, put me it's on the driveway, put me on the driveway every day, put up a thousand shots. Like, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, you always want what you can't have. Right. Yeah. It's definitely perspective. Cause we're sitting over there like, Oh, I wish my parents would push me. And then these kids are like, Oh, I wish I could just go outside and be normal. Yeah. And not have to push-ups and sit-ups before I can like yeah. eat my dinner or whatever the case may be yeah and so it's kind of like as a parent I guess you got to find a balance of like push them to motivate them so that they can start having like committing and like know what hard work and dedication is but then also allowing them to be free and find finding their own rhythm and their own interests and stuff like that yeah parenting is listen that shit's gonna be hard. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that shit. I, the more, the older I get, the more I'm like, oh, they can, they're gonna need to learn this lesson and this lesson. Yep. And I think the hardest oh, bro, part of it's... all is knowing which ones they gotta do themselves. Because yeah. there's somewhere it's like you. Can, even if you do teach them shit, right? You yeah. can teach them everything, but once they're out in the world on their on their own, they take could a be horse doing water. their own thing. Take you know a horse I mean? of water, can't make them drink. Like, bro. But here's here's the crazy thing. I, I I'm helping raise in helping raising my nephew, my sister, myself, both of us go went in like, what the fuck? Mm. How the hell like you have a child sis? <laughs> yeah, right? I'm, I'm I'm gonna be uncle dad, like yeah. what the fuck are we what doing? Are we doing? Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's Six true. year five years later, it's like we're doing it. But then there's points Figure that, it out. there's points where I was just like, Oh man, I feel like this would have been a perfect moment to teach this lesson, but I, I missed on that yeah, opportunity. Yeah. But at least you know, I I have it in my head that, you know, there's like I'm creating the the understanding of how to raise a child just by just naturally. It's, mm -hmm. I'm not researching. I'm, it's just kind of just naturally happens. And we know Trust I, in the I, process. I, I always ask parents like, how did you, how did you prepare for this? And mm -hmm. most of them are always like, you could never, never prepare, prepare for, for it. Yeah, it just happens, and and you take it on as it happens. Especially with like. I, when they're growing in between that like seven to 13, 14 area, mm -hmm. that's, mm -hmm. I think that's when parenting is probably most beneficial. I, I obviously, you know, uh, they say your the child's a, a sponge from like year one to five or six or whatever. Yeah. But that seven to 13 area is, I feel like that's such a gray area that doesn't really get mm -hmm. focused on when you talk about kids everyone talks about high school mm. everyone talks about babies but we don't talk about that middle school no. grade five six that pew that like pubescent stage it's you're important. actually going through puberty yeah and there's those changes that are happening actually keith's son is going through that right now mm. and he was just telling me how he's so harsh on his son now because mm. he's like he knows this is that point where like as he's changing into this new young man he's like i want him to be a little bitch and like crumbled to harsh <laughs> criticism yeah. so i criticize him all the time and i'm just like yo that's some what are you doing there great. man but because his whole life he's been pampering and being like oh you're you're great you're doing awesome and he's like all right switch up now i want to teach him how to handle mm. harsh criticism i mean so everyone like, has their approach you could take a compliment so easily but can yeah. you take can you take some some constructive criticism Const yeah you know as long as yeah that's what that's the thing as long as if it's constructive it's not just because mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> waking up in the morning nigga what the right foot left foot yeah. <laughs> like you know what i mean like as long as it's not something like that but i understand definitely you know, being a little bit 
in th- it's probably more so in things where the child was making mistakes. Mm-hmm. He still was like championing it mm-hmm. because he wanted to grow that confidence. But now when the child is at an age where they can know and learn and do better, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, I got to tell you about that time. I, you, I told you that yeah. you were sick at this. You, you weren't that sick. I got to let you know. One, one of the main things was like his son wanted to start like dating and seeing girls. So mm. he's like that. Like, what do I do? Like, oh, I like this girl. And he's like, so here, let me teach you some things about mm. girls. And then mm. when he punks it, when he not punks him off, when he's like stern on him, like, yo, when he's like, oh, I don't want to clean my room. I'll just do it tomorrow. It's like, see, th- and this is like, oh, remember that thing we were talking about girls? Mm. And you got a dirty ass room? You think any and girl wants a girl, a guy with a dirty you know, ass room? Yeah. What yep. you're doing here is creating a, a habit to have a dirty room. So in the future, girls yeah. won't want to fuck you in a dirty ass room. You definitely got to so use like, that kid's sexuality to motivate them. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Whoever that kid's into, oh, you think they like this? They don't like this. <laughs> like That's what my mom, I remember, I'll never forget every single time I put on deodorant or cologne. I hear this car ride with my mom. Where she was like, we're in the car, we just got in, and we were going, I can't remember where we were going, but she was just like, we got in the car, she closed the door, we're driving for like two minutes. Yeah. And she's like, you stink. (laughs) And I'm like, what? She's like, you stink, like you smell. Like, you get girls with, like, smelling like (laughs) that? Girls talk to you? And I'm like, what? (laughs) And I'm smelling myself, and I'm like, I smelled? Like, it's one of those ones where it's like, you could have been the smelly kid going to school. Yeah. No one's, everyone's talking about it, but not to you. Yeah. <laughs> right? Everybody so, got the smelly friend in the group. And if you don't know who the smelly friend in the group, you the smelly friend in the group. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, like, every time, and my mom was just like, girls don't like a man that smells good. Like, yeah. if you're going to go out, you got to smell good. Make sure you shower, mm-hmm. wash yourself properly, mm-hmm. deodorant, cologne, all that. Every time I put on cologne or deodorant, I hear yeah. you stink. <laughs> Every oh single time, and now I'm just you're like, like scarred. <laughs> I'm not even scarred because it felt like it. It definitely helped me, but I needed that motivation. If she just told me I stunk mm-hmm. and I should smell better for me, <laughs> I would have been like, eh, like yeah. I smell good for me. I'm fine. Like, but the fact that she used my greatest motivation, yeah, yeah, <laughs> at the time, which was Pum Pum at 16 years old, I was like, I gotta smell good. Yeah, I'm gonna smell good all the time. And now I'm bathing in fucking cologne going out, bro. My mom would smell me from the other side of the house. Like, now you're overcompensating. <laughs> like, no, now you're pushing them away. To oh, yeah, save. exactly. So that's, that's like my pops with, with the whole make sure she set this by you know yo, <laughs> like I'll but hear then, that shit in the back of my head everything I do and then you get the confirmation yeah where it's like I remember the first time I walked into school I just bought Swiss Army Altitude for ah! the first time ah! shout out to my Swiss Army Red, Altitude gang gang <laughs> that's the high school oh. smell <laughs> oh, and see, I, I walked was, into school past mine dog I walked into school first girl I walked past turned on the dime was like is that swiss army altitude i'm like yeah yeah it is and she's like nice i'm like i'm smelling good every day from now on it was fucking amazing i just thought back to my mom you stink and i was like yeah 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 yeah. now i smell good were you part of the calvin klein era obsession eternity ck1 eternity eternity Oh I remember God, eternity. eternity. Yo, I remember oh the God. font, dude. I, I I personally was like uh, uh, between eternity, 
Burberry Cologne and Cool Water. Smelling like Burberry Cologne. Right. Those were my three growing Mine up. Mine was Hummer, uh, Swiss Army, Swiss Army Altitude, yeah. or my dad's Dracard Noir was my Ooh, favorite. Dracard Noir was good. That's my favorite cologne Dracard of all Noir. time. I got Other Swiss Army from a girl. She, a girl gave it to me, and I only wore it because she liked the smell. Mm. I, was like, I was like, whatever, I'm only wearing this for you. But I like the way it looked. Mm. We, were, we were in Shopper's Drug Mart. My mom told me to pick a cologne, and I was like, I want that one. It looks yeah. like a red button for like a launching machine or something. So what are you know your, what my number one like fragrance is now? Some of your go-tos right now. Pussy. My go-to right now? <laughs> no, seriously. I like it's, smelling it's a, like pussy. It's y- y'all a, never heard of the... fragrance by Erica Badu. No, if you go if you go to Kensington Market and check the homie Moses, uh, he's he's like this Rasta, like, essence man. He, he deals with mad oils and, and whatnot. ointments. Yeah. <laughs> oils and ointments. Some moist ointments. But no, there's, if, like, certain people know it, be like, hey, any, who, ask somebody about the smell of that, that, that essential oil pussy. Right now. And it's a, bi- it's a, it's a, not bisexual, it's a unisex. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bisexual cologne. Um, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a unisex cologne. Um, but yeah, it's so, it smells so good. What's your go-to cologne right now? Pussy. Just a pussy one. Yeah. Okay. What's yours in turn? Oh, no. Oh, no. You, ca- <laughs> you cameraman. <laughs> he in turn. <laughs> um, yeah, mine would be uh, Honey. light blue. Light blue Dolce & Gabbana. Light blue Go- Dolce & Gabbana. Expensive yeah. taste. Look at you. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Sicko. What about you, camera guy? Savage. Savage. Oh. He's a savage. He's a savage. Classy, <laughs> bougie, <laughs> Russian. <laughs> <laughs> what's your go-to, um, Yeah, what's yours, Alicia? What's your smell? Wait, did Marlon answer his? Oh, mine is One Million by Paco Rabanne. Oh, I don't know what that is. Go type I'm it in and you'll one. be like, oh, that one. I'm Googling. That's my shit. I, need to, I really need to smell it, though. But I see... Uh, one million. Mm, that shit is fucking looks, crack. It oh, looks nice. I want to suck myself when I put it on. Ooh. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> my two, like, go-tos right now. Um, so I got, like, Chanel number five, which is cool if I want something that's not as strong. And then I have, like, the YSL um, shit. What's it called? It's, like, a the black one. Um, YSL, nigga. Why is it called Niger? Why is it Niger? It's oh, nigger with opium. A yeah, black the opium. black opium one. That one I like too, but it's stronger. So, like, one I would only do it. Way. It's like in more of a winter thing, and then also like certain occasions, not in every day. Like my Chanel number five, essentially, I could just wear most times. Does she have other numbers? Or are they stronger smells? <laughs> she has different names. <laughs> what, okay. um, what, what fragrance so, attracts the most men for you? Chanel number 34. <laughs> Chanel 69. Um, Chanel 69. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you don't got the Chanel 69? You slip it. It's like Louis. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say I'm not I'm not sure because I never really asked their uh like what they're actually wearing. But I don't like things that are too too strong like strong i was always more of like for me personally just having it on like i'm more of like a lighter smell so yeah. when people wear things that are way too strong i'm just like uh you want a um, submissive I- cologne <laughs> yeah something that's lighter <laughs> <laughs> my cologne um, shy 
but <laughs> I always remember this one time my cousin took me to club 108 oh, um, for the first time ever when I was like 14 oh, or something and this older guy he was for sure older than me um he was trying to dance up on me and he had this cologne on and ever since then if i walk past somebody that has that cologne on i get these like horrible memories <laughs> ptsd so, kicks in it makes me so was he sweating sick. on you and breathing heavily onto your neck was he trying to bubble no. on you yeah he was trying to bubble on me but he was just trying to like touch me up and stuff like that and i'm like i'm 14 and this is my first time in like a club experience and stuff like that so it was definitely are you a, a bubbler? Weird. I used to be in high school and Jeez. like, you know, early college. And She's stuff. a dancehall queen yeah. for life. Yeah, you look, you don't look like, you, you look like you played a wall now. Yeah, she looked like she a wall plant for sure. I don't know. No, I used to give like a you, nice or the couch sitter. Nice the couch like, sitter. I feel like you'll bubble if if the man if you guys are just against the wall, you know, like now. now. I mean, yeah, now before like, yeah. But before be you were like, probably doing splits on the middle of dance floor and shit. If a well, guy, if a guy <laughs> comes up to you in bubble and he's shorter than you, do you allow the bubble? When I was younger, yeah. But what if? But what if you're <laughs> when not? I was younger, it was now I'm heightest. <laughs> but what now if it's a I'm strong like, bubble? Like, if you could see he's handling all. Yeah, the what if the waistline around? is yeah. tapping them cheeks what early, if he's like pelting? <laughs> Jeez. I mean, I don't really go to parties that play like dance hall and bubbling. Oh, music, oh, like, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. No, I just, sorry. I just, oh, don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sorry. Yeah, 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 sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. Maybe sorry. a caravan or something like that. Yeah, or maybe somewhere let, in the woods while you're for... searching for Aurora Borealis. <laughs> 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 bubbling in the woods looking at the northern lights is fucking insane. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Uh, do, people, do people even like bubble anymore? Like, oh, yeah, I'd be bubbling. You're not allowed to bubble anymore i'd be bubbling regardless no we got to stick to our own bubbles now um no i feel like so many people just twerk now nah that's still an american thing that's Uh, still an american thing because you could twerk but people won't be bubbling on a twerk you're just watching the twerk happen toronto girls are not twerking on a dick they are whining and grinding i don't know i just haven't really been to parties like that anymore there's so. no there's no wine like nothing. a toronto wine man. yeah and if if your city has a carnival like mm-hmm. you already know it's the cultures there you know what i mean yeah yeah sometimes to an, well, because, to an extent because because edmonton <laughs> has a carnival yeah i see montreal got a carnival. Edmonds <laughs> carnival and that was why montreal <laughs> carnival is two trucks <laughs> montreal carnival is a horse wagon <laughs> i was gonna say edmonton's edmonton is a horse wagon it's, it's, it's pulling <laughs> no, carriages yeah. for sure horse carriage it literally, it literally was i was just like well, what is this a I'm horse carriage flow this. welcome <laughs> to the carnival stampede carnival stampede <laughs> <laughs> The carnival stampede is fucking nuts. That's amazing. I love it. Um, what else happened this week? Well, maybe we should get our, to our, uh, you know, our weekly thing that we do here on this show, and it is our good youth of the week. Yes, such a good youth, such a good blood club. Yes, man. You do some drums. You get off the drums. And you're such a good youth. Shout, shout out to Raven Simone. Wow. Raven. Such a good youth. Wow. Wow. All right. This week's good youth of the week is none other than, are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Oh. Orlando Brown. Say, Father, we thank you for this time, for this praise. Yeah, that part, that part, that part, that part, that part. My name is Orlando Brown. 
Hello, everybody. Um, you may know me from a little show back in the day called That's Right, That's So Raven. And, uh, you know, I went through a lot. You know, I experimented with crystal meth, uh, uh, with weed, and I didn't know what I was doing. I had an addiction to the internet, all kinds of stuff, you know. But um, my fiancé told me about this place, and when I... When I came, it was amazing. Yo, I had I had a blast. These brothers accepted me for who I am. And um, yo, man, I, I mean I got a whole team of brothers now. The church is lovely, you know. Um, all I can tell y'all is all the leaders are brilliant, they're geniuses, and they're men of God. Um, and, and they're raising us all up in, in, in the way to be the same. You know what I mean? So all I can tell y'all is uh, I wanna say thank you to all Orlando Brown. A man of Christ. Good for him, man, because he was really, really spiraling. <laughs> spiraling? I don't think there's spiraling when you're at the bottom. <laughs> I think you're just down in the dumps. You're the, down there. The bottom never ends. You yeah. can go deeper and deeper. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Speak about your own bottom, brother. Hey. <laughs> don't speak. No, my bottom has an end. It's right where it starts. <laughs> don't even <laughs> don't even try to enter my bottom. <laughs> God damn it, Marlon! Man, you you were saying some wash it. <laughs> the bottom, never, the bottom never <laughs> ends. You can go out. deeper and deeper in the bottom, <laughs> and it's gonna keep going. You can though. <laughs> in the same way, you can always go up. It never ends for you. Sky's for me, the limit for me. It ends. Is hell the limit, or does it continue? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. we already have our questions on that, but. Yeah, that was last week. Um, <laughs> that was last week. That was every week. <laughs> <laughs> but hold on. So he turned his life to God. But you see how he sounds? How he his sounds voice like is him. Still, but like once you go, once you go crack, you can't. Like you never come back. Or oh, once yeah, you go meth, be, you know you never. Like the way you hear DMX really good, talks, you he know, looks really. He looks like old Eddie from. Well, he's the got the show. stomach now. He's you know, got, he got the belly back. Wait, he's got the hair back. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. His mugshot though. He was looking like one of those uh, skinheads. It looked like he was ready to fight. Well, he, he looked like he was a hood man. Like he was part of a gang. Like and got, that was his mugshot. Yeah. He he. Listen, this is somebody that has done everything you can think of on the internet. Um, when you talk about, he's done drugs on the internet. He's had rants. He's had drug inspired rants. He's called out celebrities. Um, he's said that Raven Simone uh, aborted his baby. He. <laughs> Uh, he put multiple videos of him having sex uh, on the internet. Did she become a lesbian because of him? Uh, no. Oh my gosh. Um, I think she became a lesbian because she likes women. <laughs> um, what's it called? He's just done so many things. And one thing that's always rang true because I've made fun of him on a couple videos. Um, one thing that always rang true, and I've always said this in those videos. Is that there's an undeniable talent there. Mm-hmm. It's something that, like, no matter through all the bullshit, you can still see that he has a gift that he can still nurture if no, he sure. if he for turns sure. his life around, 100%. right? And, like, he's got an amazing voice. The dude can rap. He can sing. There's, like, one song where he does, he does like, three people's flows effortlessly in the one song yeah. and then sings like a Marion. I'm just like, what? <laughs> Like, why is he doing all of these things if he can do this? You know what I mean? And I'm just happy to see 
um, you know, him in good spirits, mm -hmm. him in better health. Um, it's always good seeing a black king turn his life around. And I just, I just hope for you know continued success for for him. Um, that's that's good. Man. <clears throat> yeah. Let's hope he can turn his life around like Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that is that's the ultimate. Well, him we're talking and, about and comeback Drew kid. Drew Barrymore. Comeback kid. I don't think Drew Barrymore's was as televised though. Like I think Robert Downey Jr.'s was like the yeah. popular popular one. Well, because he he had it into his like early. Like 18, 19, 20, like up there mm. in his adult years. Yeah. Drew Barrymore was still like, she, st she straightened up at 16. Like, mm. can you imagine she was doing drugs at seven, eight, nine? Yeah. yeah. That's you know, crazy. after ET, she doing drugs. Like, yeah. That's absolutely nuts. Drew Barrymore, this is so random. Drew oh, God. Barrymore here we go. The talk show. <laughs> and I was she has it. a talk show? <laughs> no, she has a talk show now. And I was like watching TV for the first time in like years. I'm sitting here and I see Drew Mar the Drew Barrymore show. And I was like, what the fuck? First of all, we're giving more white women like talk shows as if we don't have a bunch on there. But then I watched it and I'm like, you know, I kind of like Drew Barrymore. She has like a good personality. So, so we'll see how it is. But never been a fan. It's so random. Never been a fan. Yeah. I've no. never seen, I've never gotten the hype with Drew Barrymore. I also don't like the way her mouth moves. It's kind of like that no. guy from, it's kind of like that guy from Heroes. It's like she's had a stroke and it's like, this is how I speak now. <laughs> she's got John oh Christian mouth. <laughs> John Christian mouth. She does have John Christian mouth. No, she does have a way of speaking, though. That She's guy from This Is Us talks the same way. It's like it's like this like Sylvester Stallone thing, where it's, uh, their mouths just dip all of a sudden, saying certain words. And then she always has like a little shake before, like a, a head shake oh. before certain words. Oh, yeah. Now I'm trying to figure out what movie. Um, oh, the one um, where she like my fifty first dates or something like ten for something about like. Uh, first date because she has uh, a condition where she can always forgets. So this guy just kept on trying going on dates with her. Yep. But she Adam, Adam Sandler, Drew dates. Barrymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You don't yep. want to watch that. Fifty first dates. Definitely did not watch it and will not watch it. <laughs> it's funny. I like that. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. We've we've had our Adam Sandler talks on here before. Yeah. I know. I mean, it is what teachers own. You know, you don't, like, you don't like coffee. I I'll do. stay. I'll stay with Click. I'll stay with Click. Yeah. That's my Adam Sandler joint. Big Daddy, Little Nick. Little Nikki, Happy Gilmore, Happy Gilmore. Those are my, yep. you know, Waterboy. Waterboy. Waterboy was what got me. Okay, that's where I was like, okay, who's this guy? Yeah. yeah. Then I saw yeah. Big Daddy, and I was like, yeah, I like this yeah. guy. Big Daddy's. Then good. I saw Click, and I was like, this guy could be Robin Williams. Yeah. And then downhill. Then he made Spanglish. Then he made. <laughs> oh, but then he made Precious Gems, and then then he won us back. Precious Gems, or what's the movie called? Oh, uncut hidden gems. gems. Hidden uncut gems. Uncut gems. Uncut gems. Yeah, uncut gems. That's the diamond you should be giving your wife right there. Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I might just make my, <laughs> my ring out of a Heineken bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth out that Heineken bottle. <laughs> Smooth that bitch out. Um, <laughs> speaking of talk shows, um, Garcelle Bouvet is now on The View. Okay. Fancy is now Good old fancy on the view. She is taking um Amanda Seals uh role on Wait, there. Amanda's gone already? Oh yeah. I she hate I hate that you had to say fancy in oh, the talk. She's on the talk. She was. Hey she's man, a lot of people don't know her by Garcelle Bouvet. <laughs> well, who's she's on the talk? Not the like, view. Who the hell is that? Huh? She's on the talk, not the view. Oh, the it's talk. the talk. The talk. My yes. bad. The talk. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, not the view. That's Whoopi Goldberg and them. 
I can't so, keep up with real. all these. She's on the real. Alicia's correct. Alicia is correct. She's on the real. See, see, why do we have three of the fucking same show with different women? Like, why, why are we doing this? The View Straight. on the Real, and what was the other one? The View, the Real, the and, the and the Talk. It's like they came out with The View first, then they came out with The Real, and then they said, we're running out of names. Just call it The Talk. Next up, they should have <laughs> a show the called was The. the last one, isn't it? I don't yeah, know. The Real is the newest, The I, Talk is I second. Cannot, yeah. and I'm pretty sure there's more. I'm pretty sure there's more, there's, but I can't. There's definitely more. <laughs> My thing is, there. why isn't there a black, why isn't there an all-black one? Facts. Well, the real is the closest one to that. Closest, yeah. but it's what? It's what? It's two black women now, and, and then an Asian girl married to a black guy. Uh, well, I guess Jeannie Mai, Mai is basically black. No, technically, it was supposed to. Be, it was three black women. So it was three black women originally: Tamara, Lonnie, and um, Tamar, Tam, Tamar Braxton. Is, Tamar, Tamar is Braxton. Tamara the black twin? Yeah. No. Ah, so well, then no, we no, had two not. black she's people. Not. There we go. We had she's two black not. people. There we go. I knew there was something there. I knew there was something there. Yeah. Biracial woman, an Asian woman, and a Hispanic woman. So like that's the closest to like multi. Yeah. You know, was the Hispanic girl the girl from Real Dub? The view yes. and the talk that is usually like white with like oh let me add in a black woman let me add in a Hispanic woman. I need to see an all black little. one with one white woman Facts. that's what i need to see facts i need to see it because <laughs> we get racial dolezal uh, <laughs> call her racial dolezal <laughs> wants to create a talk show like for men millennials she had a talk show Kiki Palmer did yeah, have a she talk had show. one for herself she was the youngest one to have one and she had it on bt but she wants to do like a round table like like the real yeah. view and talk but with millennials so yeah. i think that would be kind of we should call it the real table. The closest we have to <laughs> you're dumb. The, clo the closest we have to that would probably be um, Black Girl Podcast. Like, yeah, I would not mind seeing Black Girl Podcast translated into a TV show. Mm. Like, I think that the, especially on a weekly, seeing Scotty Beam, Gia, all those girls talk about those issues on a weekly or, or a midday. What is it? They come on every day, no? Yeah, daytime, yep. Daytime, daytime television, yep. right? They come yeah, on every yep. day. So seeing them, uh, that would be amazing to get a black women's, a round table of black women's perspective yeah, every fire. week. Fire. Super fire. BT, listen, uh, I wish we never we lost the reins, man. I wish Honestly. we never lost the reins. BT had a uh, black, black, black coffee, I think it was called. And that's with uh, Gia Peppers, um, Jamar is um, it Lamont Ponders Hill and Lamont Hill. Mm. And so that was their like morning show that they had, but it was like obviously only digital because exactly ET doesn't really push regular content, but then they even stopped that. Like they didn't push it for another season. So yeah. it's like they do these things and then they never actually, I really liked black through. coffee too. I really liked yeah. that show. Jameer kills me. Jameer's hilarious. He's so funny, man. We got to get him on the show soon. Um, okay. Forget. Let uh, me message him. I told I told <laughs> I him already. I already told him. I already told him he's gonna be on the show. Yeah, he says just told, just tell me when. Yeah, so we gotta get I him on the show. Um, I did my first. Me, I think me and him both did our first panels together when I lived in New York. Oh, that's what's up. I would yeah. see. That's why like part of me wants to move to New York. It's like the, the I, that's my favorite black industry across media. Like a majority of the content that I consume. It's from, from black like those, New Yorkers. You got Scotty, yeah. you got 
Joe Budden, you got Joe Budden. Uh, Mouse, you got Kaz, Lowe, Jameer, Gia, uh, Silvio Bell. Like, you got, there's so many. Uh, Taylor Rooks, if you want Taylor, to do the sports yeah, thing. Exactly. There's so much. There's Mandy and Wheezy out Mandy there. Wheezy, like, yup. Jesus and Marrow. Man, let's talk about that real quick because the podcasting world is motherfucking heating up, especially, especially with the black podcast. We got Charlemagne starting the Black Effect podcast mm. network um you have joe budden who has now unveiled his plans that he had all along which was the joe budden network where he's gonna have mandy um a girl named olivia and olivia bridget dope. kelly who is a really dope artist I, listen i'm gonna yeah, play her song actually, just now um she she popped up one time i didn't even know she could sing like that she popped up one time when we were having um a meeting in thing and in when I was working in radio in the States and she just started singing and she has such like a dope personality. So, so dope. Like when she's yeah. been on the Joe Budden podcast, the few mm -hmm. times she's been on there, I'm like, ah, oh, I kind of wish she was a co-host. Like, like a regular, like yeah. a regular, because she also is not super sensitive. Like she doesn't take things to heart. She, she's rolls with the punches of the jokes on the, sh on the show. So I was just like, she would be nice to have on there, but she also pushes back against Joe and them um, when yeah, it comes to she certain She has issues. her own, like, she's made up her own mind, and she's not, like, a yes woman, yeah, you know? Definitely. Where a lot of women who get placed on certain shows, they're there just to, like, agree. And, you they're know? just furniture. Yeah. She has beautiful music. This is my favorite Bridget Kelly song ever. It's called Special Delivery. This girl can sing. She's gonna be dope on that show with Mandy and Olivia. Ooh, ooh. a goodbye letter today. With conviction in every stroke, lick the envelope and sit it away. Yeah, yeah. Wanted to do it the old-fashioned way. Didn't want no text and tweeting. Wanted him to feel every word that I say Hey boy, I hope these tears I cried on the paper Don't try, vote and make it to your side I want you to know what it feels like When your heart is done, I'm so tired I hope when he reads these words It's heard, I feel pleased through before the ink dries Jeez! That song is fire, man. Absolutely fire. I'm looking forward to that show. They're going to be coming on the day before Joe's podcast, but also talking about um, pop culture. It's going to be along the lines of the same type of show, just a all-woman unit. And I think that that's probably one of the smartest things Joe's done mm -hmm. in a long time. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is... That was a major, major chess move for various reasons. First of all, you're putting on black women and putting them mm -hmm. in a position to win off rip. That's your first signees to this Joe Budden network. Um, they've ma they're making a lot of dope moves on that side that like I feel like are going to become the blueprint of podcasting um, for a lot of people, especially black mm -hmm. podcasts. Like when you're talking about the foresight to i don't know if you ever seen um compilations of the joe budden show on youtube you ever seen those you ever seen those um, Alicia? i think i've seen one so i watch a lot of those because yeah. there's a couple there's like two or three 
YouTube channels that used to create these compilation videos. And they all would have different themes. So it'd be like um, Joe singing or Joe breaking out into song episodes <laughs> or Joe's rants episodes yeah. or Maul saying that's crazy episodes <laughs> or Maul repeating things episodes or Joe and Maul fighting episodes. <laughs> they'd break them down into categories and they'd make these compilation videos. And they became so popular that Joe and his team hired the guys who were making these compilation videos. Oh, that's genius. And so now they make those compilations for the Joe Budden network. Yeah. And like, it, it, people aren't doing that. Like, you know genius. what I mean? Like, you know how many genius. times there are shows that I can point you to a million shows that on Instagram have a page dedicated to them in memes. Yeah. And these shows don't pick them up, don't put them on salary, say, yeah, amplify it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They just take it as, okay, this is free promotion. Joe didn't have to do that shit. He was yeah. already getting hundreds of thousands of views. But now you're showing, I'm going to put on for the creators. Something that he said time and time again mm -hmm. is that he's here for the creators. Yeah. Consistently. And he's yep. consistent in his, in his message. And so well, I, I thought You see it what was, the NBA did when like people were up uploading all these different- Talk about it. You know, all these highlight reels. Talk and the NBA about was like, it. You know what? Let's just make our ourselves. own YouTube- highlight reel and we'll and make force everybody to that one see well there's there's a, there's a lot of people who are starting to do that um because even i was doing research like warner music went and bought daquan's page you know daquan yeah he got the bag so yo warner music ended up paying like what was it over eight mil jesus christ three mil three mil was it three mil? Three, three mil, I think. Yeah, three mil let me google that's real what quick, consistency was, on an on instagram page can get you the bag but, uh no calgary so first of all the person that started the quad page is from calgary yes <laughs> what the fuck yep. it makes sense ain't shit to do but post some memes what is is that just the name okay, so, that daquan or Daquan? yeah is that his so, actual name I don't know. I don't know who the actual person is. Watch it's like a little white boy. Yo, I'd be pissed. I was going to say, if it's a white boy named Daquan. Yo, I'd be I, livid. <laughs> I'd be livid. I'd be pissed. But then, it'll, come on, they did it with Worldstar. So, like. Okay, so Calgary Man's Me page part of $85 million sale to Warner Music Group. 85? $85 million? No, no, no. Originally, it's it's more to it though because it's a part of like an actual media company. Um, but it was a part of it, so he's gonna get. I don't know how much he's getting. Well, yeah, he stuff, he but. grew it just like fuck you, Jerry. Uh, yeah. Grew his yeah, company and go. became an advertising marketing company. Daquan mm -hmm. is not just the Instagram page anymore. He's grown from that, or she's grown from that, whoever it is. But eighty-five million. That's how important yeah. the algorithms are, <laughs> folks. That's like at, the same, at the same time, like that's how Lil Nas X's um, Old Town Road song got really popular because he started creating memes yeah. with his, his Old Town Road song playing yep. in the background. Yep, yep. But then people started like sharing all these memes and it's the same song playing in. And then it's like, oh, like you naturally start hearing it and then you're like, oh, that song and it gets catchy and then you start playing it. Yep. And then that's where it really blew up. So like it's, it's crazy how these companies are actually paying attention now to the way certain things are happening and buying them out and hopefully giving them good checks. Like everybody with the compilation videos for the NBA and Joe Budden, like hopefully these creators are getting their check and hopefully, you know, they did their business properly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the, with Joe Budden doing the Joe Budden network and leaving Spotify, 
Um, so him asking for that much money was just to, was to see if he could get it. To see if he could get it. it. And if he got it, cool. I'm gonna start <laughs> if you, my own yeah. thing. But if y'all not give it to me, because I'm going to start my own thing. It's one of those situations, like, think about it from, uh, like, a freelancer point of view. Like, when we, all three of us, we know what it's like when we get a, an email of a job that sounds boring as fuck. Yeah. Or sounds long as fuck. And so now you're just like, what number <laughs> makes me want to do this? You know what I mean? It's not a, it, it, a lot of times you're not equating things to your actual what you feel That's, your value is. It's what do I feel? What do I feel like? I, I how will I value this? <laughs> what, what amount That's will make me, me value this? Yeah, exactly. It's like y'all want like if you guys want me to do anything, I'd be like, uh, how much will it take for me to actually do this? Yeah. Like exactly. I've been offered like jobs before and I'm just like, how much money <laughs> would I want yeah. to like to actually take this job? And I have a hard line. <laughs> like if I say it's this, yeah. there's no talking it down. That's the I've figured out that that's the bare minimum that I'm gonna yeah. do it for. Yeah. And once that number's in my head, when I don't wanna do if it's something I wanna do, I'll just throw out my quote. If they take it, even if they talk me down sometimes a little bit. Yeah. If I want to do it that bad, I'm just like, yeah, let's go, let's do it, let's go. My my favorite my favorite response when pe uh, when people ask me to do a show I don't want to do is mm. is twenty dollars a minute. Twenty dollars a minute, okay. Well, right? yeah, when you're doing a I'm doing stand up, yeah. so I'm doing ten uh, ten minute set. Do the math. Yeah, right? yeah. How simple as that. And when people are like twenty dollars a minute, what? Mm -hmm. like, With me, uh, my thing is always, what's your budget? <laughs> <laughs> i never i never just they, they say what's your what's your quote or what's yeah. your rate what's your budget yeah let's see right. what let's yeah. see what that is first and then we can get to the mm -hmm. next part because mm -hmm. if your budget's something figure. stupid yeah. there's no point of us even going that far yeah. and you you try to talk around yeah. it and redoing this what's your budget and a lot of times i find which was a major key and a major key when you're first starting out freelancing um in any field because a lot of times we do not know our value we and if you're if you're hungry <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you want if you you'll, need you'll that money you'll just do it and so what's your budget is the most safe question you can throw out there experienced or not experienced and sometimes what i found happened was i'd say what's your budget and because i don't know my value they give me something five bills above what i thought a stack above yeah, what I thought. That's the best. And I'm like, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, lock totally. In, yeah, lock yeah. Lock that in. Lock that in. in. Yeah, let's do it. Where's the let's contract? Go. Let me sign it. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> gonna lie. To, you should try to negotiate on top of that. I should, but when we're, we're talking yeah. about what, when we're talking about your your the the ribs are touching. <laughs> when yeah. your ribs are touching, you need. I'm such a negotiator. I don't give a fuck. I yeah. wouldn't be like these job offers. They'll be like, oh, like this is what we can offer you and i'll be like okay well i'm expecting this and they'll be like we really don't have it and i'll be like well listen, what you gonna do Look, I, don't, I don't got listen do? there were times i did not have the wallet to bluff because uh. <laughs> there are there are times you bluff listen there are times you bluff and they go no that's not for us we're gonna go in a different direction <laughs> and, and the conversation is done and I'm you're like, like no because like, ah. when they, it's different when they say nah that's not it's out of our um are what we were hoping to pay or whatever and you can still have a conversation but there's some people who are just either the worst is people who just stop responding because mm -hmm. that's what i would fucking do yeah <laughs> i would just be like oh that nah, no i'm done here yeah, yeah. and but, just not respond then also, anymore then it's just not for you nah like, fuck that that money is for me that money for me you never know what the next opportunity is going to bring maybe it's triple yeah. what 
they what you were asking for at the last one. But you, you never know, and you never know when that opportunity go come. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that I don't like, I'm more open to saying what's your budget to like these larger brands and stuff like that. But when it comes to like these smaller brands or um, like people that are throwing events and stuff like that, I'll just stay my rate. I know that it's too much for them to mm. um, pay. I'll say my rate and then be like, and then they'll come back like, oh, I don't have the budget for that. This is my budget. And then I'll be like, okay, well, where can we meet? I thank God every day for my manager because I don't have to have those mm-hmm. conversations anymore. Oh, God. I fucking hate those convos. <laughs> I got a manager specifically for those yeah, convos. Yeah. There's no other reason. I don't need, like, I, I can manage my schedule fine. I, mm. I know where I'm supposed to be, where I'm supposed to be there. Those are things I can figure out. The whole... This is my quote. This is my rate. Oh, we can't do that. Yeah. Well, what can you do? But I fucking hate it. Yeah. Just let yeah. me do my shit. I, <laughs> well, at, first, at first, I definitely was getting anxiety. But now, like, I got, I don't have a manager anymore um, because I'm like, listen, if all you're going to do is send a number and it's usually a prefix number <laughs> to mm. email, like, I could do that myself if I really wanted to. Now, mine be, mine be talking it up. Might be might be hunting for some more dollars, but I think like starting high is always the best, and then always (laughs) (laughs) you always gotta start high. Shout out Frida, and then make people feel good after when they're just like, all right, this is what we have to give you, and be like, you know what, I'll I'll hook you up with discount. Yeah, yeah, it's really like, hey, this is what I was gonna ask anyway. So you probably still gave me more than I was. Sometimes you be sending niggas discounts, and they still go. All that, bro? Your bro. Hollywood know? Yeah. I'm like, fam, well, I well, gave you the family thing. Yeah. Like, what are you saying to me right now, the bro? The worst is when you give the discount and expect that every single time. Oh, yeah, that's And too. I'm just like, nah, man. This was like Especially first when discount, you second it. maybe, and the third. I'm like, nah. I remember I got into a fight with, a, with, with somebody because I, I gave them the actual rate. And he's like, bro, are you kidding me? He's like, yo, you charge me. I'm like, why can't you look at what I charged you before and see this and compare and be like, Wow, thank you for hooking me up. Yeah. Because this is what I actually charge. You yeah. don't, you know, and people get angry, man. And sometimes you just gotta, you just put, gotta put your dick on the table, bro. Like, straight fam, facts. Straight you facts. Your, You're not pum, gonna pum, talk to me like I don't, I don't be doing shit, bro. Like, I let, let me, let me list off the companies. Yeah. yeah <laughs> let yeah. me list off the, the names, the yeah. things that I have done. Don't play with me. <laughs> like, yeah. it's yeah. crazy. People will know your body and still try to fuck around with you, bro. I don't, I don't like that shit because. If I'm reaching out to someone, I'm usually reaching out in the frame of mind of like, I got to put an extra bill on top of mm-hmm. like what I think just to make sure that they did actually down yeah. <laughs> to do this. Like I never think people want to do things. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't get when people try to like almost get disrespectful with a quote yeah, yeah. that they're giving Facts. to you. And it's just like, especially when it's a friend, you don't assume the homie discount. First yeah. of all, you offer me something that you feel is respectable, and then I go, you my friend, bro. Yeah. I ain't going to do that to you. Yeah. Not you going, I'm your friend, bro. You ain't going to do that to me. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. You don't get to no, say no, that. No. <laughs> you don't get to say that. <laughs> you don't get to expect those things. You expect that I'm going to, you know, do my thing uh, just as well. Just If you weren't my friend, I would do my job just as well. Mm-hmm. And if, listen, you give me leeway money, Guess what I'm going to take? Leeway. Leeway. <laughs> you pay for what you get for. So it's like sometimes people people will give you a quote and then like a couple days before mm-hmm. the event or something, all of a sudden numbers change, something yeah. happened, blah, blah, blah. 
guess what? All of a sudden, my effort changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not giving you all the jokes. I'm yeah. not stalling for you when shit goes awry. You got to figure that out on your yeah. own now. Because oh, you, you didn't pay me. You didn't pay me to stall. This wasn't the right uh, charge. I stall with this much. Mm. <laughs> I don't. I don't spot stall for ten minutes or tell jokes or whatever. You know, I'm gonna think of shit on the spot. Pay me. Pay me. Think yeah. on the spot money, that, baby. That's that's. <laughs> Fuck y'all niggas. That's a skill that develops over years and years and Fuck years of thought, training, nigga. man. You know, honestly, going into like the la- the the most recent sponsorship we got, mm. like going into that that conversation, I had it in my head. All right. Because before, the last time I had a conversation, uh, I had a, a sponsorship opportunity like that, I I overshot. Mm. And they were just like, yep. they didn't even hit me up. So yep. I was like, all right, I'm not going to overshoot. What I was going to do, I was like, I'm going to tell them what I think we're worth and kind of put them in the position to be the asshole to think, well, we don't think you're, the you're worth that much. Right? And I'm like, oh, do you want to be that why? person? After I told you I, this is what we're worth? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, okay, we were going a bit lower, but we could make that happen. Yeah. So I was like, sick. Yeah. And they made it happen. Listen, man. Hey. Listen. You know what? We got some dope Close things in Close mouths don't get fed. Yeah. Not on this boulevard. At nope. the end of the day, the worst thing that's going to happen is a no. And Next. you're going to learn from it. And you can move. And there's always going to be other opportunities. I'm learning just to, like, not sweat the small stuff. Even, mm-hmm. like, though, you know, I don't have a full-time job or whatever. Like, whatever opportunity is for me is going to be for me. Like, Facts. Mm. Talk I mean? to them. You can't be over here worrying and stressing, and then you're just not going to be able to enjoy your life the way that you really need to. Talk so. to them. How the hell are you going to be out there looking at Aurora Borealis when you're worrying? Shit, we got multiple streams over here. Let's go. Nigga, we got... I'm about to drop some of my streams. Talk to them. Talk to them. Niggas got past... We got passive over here. Talk to them. Talk to them. One of my clients that I work with, I'm about to like email them, be like, first of all, it's been a month over, just over a month that I've been working with you. You haven't sent the contract like I've asked multiple times. You haven't initiated any payment. So I'm not working from here on out. I like Alicia with the contract. Still tell them to send the contract. Tell them to send the contract. Run me my contract. I want to sign. I want to sign. Maybe she's not a clown girl. Sorry, <laughs> had to do a remix of that one. <laughs> we need a maybe she's not a clown gal soundbite. <laughs> maybe she'll sign the contract. <laughs> oh my nah, goodness! You definitely need contracts. I shouldn't have started working without the contract, but you know, I was trying to give people grace. See, mm-hmm. see, give, mm-hmm. give nigga an but inch, they take a mile. But I keep, but I keep everything via email so that there's always proof. Mm, receipts. Yes. Because at the end of the day, that's a contract. It's not a like signature contract, but it's still it's like verbal confirmation or uh written confirmation that there was supposed to be some type of contractual agreement so what's what's dope though with contracts um is like oh i just lost my train of thought nice yeah so wow that was fast (laughs) yes i didn't even i haven't smoked in four days guys jeez he's on it again i'm on it again (laughs) doing it fucking again all right for the 420th time i'm i've smoked Stopping for a while. I'm about to roll up. So that's why I'm very angry that my thought disappeared that quick. I'm like, I'm not even smoking right now. I did not disappear. It's just life. This is age, brother. Talking about contracts and shit. 
Speaking of contracts, <laughs> this week I fulfilled a contract on a television show that. Uh, hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the handjobs. Uh, we talk about quotes. We talk about we talk about rates. My shit, my shit just went up. You heard? Hold well, on. Hear that? The price went up. That's it going up. Hey. Uh, I listen. Did you get a speaking role? Yes. Oh shit! Let's your brother go, is in it. He's speaking. Your brother is Let's in it. Your go, brother got a line. And with the with the main star in the scene. Okay. I said, so. my That's Lord, so have mercy. Jesus. I didn't expect to see her. Yep. <laughs> she walked on set and I was, was like, your line? My oh, Lord, what? have Jesus. No. She said? No. It was all right. <laughs> <laughs> my line was, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nigga. Yes. Yeah, nigga. Run me my fucking check. Let's go. Listen, listen. You got to celebrate the small wins. Hey, man. Right. Only one word hey, line. listen. A lot of niggas right. be on TV not saying shit. <laughs> No, I know that feeling, man. But here's the fucked up thing. The first time I had a speaking role, mm. my my role was American Pie. Yeah, they, they told <laughs> yeah, me to. We told, oh, he yeah, told that story. They told me to scream anything Asian. I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah, I remember that. Scream anything Asian? Asian. You racist assholes. <laughs> Not even Chinese. And I was like, Filipino. okay, fine. Hadouken, Hadouken. <laughs> <laughs> so, but getting that feeling Holy of shit. having your first speaking role, even even though it wasn't that that. It's not Crazy. my first speaking role, but on this show. Well, yeah, on this show, yeah. Is it was that as a result of people seeing you on set and be like, "Ah, oh, we like this guy. Let's give him a role." No, no, no. I, I already no. Going into it, I had that speaking role. It's not like um, a character that's reoccurring. It's just mm. like for that episode. Um, but yeah, they. I didn't audition for that. Like they, I think they saw my other work and then said yeah we want that guy or whatever they um, reached out to you that's good that's the best times right because yeah. i didn't when, there was no audition i remember that way all right yeah <laughs> i never did any audition like that so they definitely looked at my other work and and um brought me on but yeah i did i did not expect to see her on there the the treatment when you have a speaking role on a major like emmy nominated production is like it's just night Top and notch. day from like non-union like i got there first of all they pick me up um i drive me up to cambridge i get there i have my own trailer first time ever security <laughs> own trailer security all that they um you order breakfast on the site and they bring it to you yeah craft is different now. craft is not even craft like yeah because it, well because of covid I think crafts is like completely changed up. Yeah, no one's allowed Usually, to serve yeah. their own food. You gotta yeah. be served. Usually you out. go to a back of a truck that's called crafts and they hook you up and you get breakfast in there, whatever you want, really. And um, shit, I, they, I was eating jerk chicken for lunch. <laughs> Fucking, they had all types of shit there, man. It was, it was amazing. And then just being on set, seeing the high production value, I'm holding a gun. It feels fucking real as shit. Like <laughs> it was heavy as hell. Um, even just the whole process is just. I, every time I get on set, I'm like, man, this is where I'm supposed to be. Like this is this is what's cool and interesting to me. Um, so it was mad fun doing that. Um, and yeah, man, just planning shit. A lot of plotting going on this week. What time did it end? Obviously, it ended late because you weren't able to come to the goddamn show. Yeah, no, it, we ended at like eight, and then uh, went and Long got changed. Yeah, yeah. Drive home it was like an hour and a half. Like, yeah, I got home with enough time to come to the show, but I was Too fucking tired, tired yeah. of shit, man. I'm carrying this big ass gun all day out in thick. 
thick clothes because in the morning it was kind of cold. Yeah. But mm. my my uniform in that role is like full on like I had the gloves with the fucking hard yeah, knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Like I was I was suited up. So um wearing that all day was heavy. Plus you gotta go through extra protocols when you're on set now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm wearing a face shield all day and um you're I've got COVID the mask tested and time. I'm switching masks every every time I'm take one off and shit. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Like kudos to the team that is on set there. Um I know it's very tedious what they're doing, so shout out to them. Um yeah, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to getting that on my demo reel. It's gonna look great. Yeah. Man, I wish you came though. Because Same. that was a show, bro. Yeah, I know, I can imagine. I see Tricks. the I seen the videos. Jeez. Yeah, I'm kind of happy I didn't come because, man, fuck, you had heavy hitters on oh, there. I was all heavy hitters. All heavy on. hitters, man. You had Nitty on there. You had Tricks. Like, I was like, okay. <laughs> Maybe it's a good thing I didn't show up. <laughs> especially because I'm trying a joke that I've never tried before and it's written specifically COVID. Like, it's. It was I was the like, worst comic on the set, on the show. Yeah? 100%. Jesus, yeah. No. So, so then I would have, yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on that. Um, do you guys have anything coming up? Yeah, starting a new comedy show mm. because hey. Cold Tea. Oh no, because Cadillac Lounge closed down, so we moved it down the street to Cold Tea. Nice Thursdays at Cold Tea. Sick weekly. Sick. Nice. What, so, what time? Uh, eight p.m. 8 p.m. That's what's up. Because How much does it hold? Everything closes at 12 now. Last call's at 11. It holds 50. Well, it holds more, but we're only allowed 50, 50. inside. Um, there's that. There's That's a good number for comedy, though. Yeah. For yeah. What, for small rooms, 50 is a nice number. 50 to 75. Mm -hmm. you know, honestly, there's a lot going on this, this month. You know, aside from the obvious Halloween shit going on at the end of the month uh, and weekly, we still have the extra gravy. You know, a part of me was like, I'm ready to jet. Wait, should we? But no, we got it. another we, one we coming up. We got another we one got coming another up, y'all, man. We got another one coming up. Let's go. Uh, we got another mm -hmm. live show coming up. Y'all wanted another picnic. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to provide the vibes. Oh, yeah. Um, but this time we're doing it a little bit bigger, a little bit yeah. better. Um, we're not going to give you guys all the details yet. But just know, um, middle of October, uh, save the date. October 18th October to be exact. October 18th, hopefully, God willing. Um, as If everything goes to plan, we will mm -hmm. be seeing your lovely faces once again. Mm -hmm. um, in terms mm -hmm. of merch, we're go, we going we go global with the merch. <laughs> um, we're going to put up merch for everybody that wasn't able to come to the show or those who are out of the country, overseas. If you'd like to purchase merch, we are going to be posting the merch up very, very shortly. So look out for that. Um, October is going to be a very um, very interesting month for the show, man. We got a lot of surprises for you guys. So much. Um, so thank you guys once again. Shout out to Tyshawn, cameraman, first day. We got Ty. Bong, Ty Money. Bong, Ty bong, Money in the building. Go. Came out looking all suave. Nick, Came straight from the gym. Looking like working. Got the workout shoes on with a peacoat. I no, that's what I'm saying. My man got the Nike tights with the peacoat. Come here, Tyshawn. Sure, sure, sure. Alicia want to see you. Alicia want to see the current situation. She wants to see if you're worth the current situation. <laughs> what the fashion look like. Show them what you're working you with. We got the peacoat here. The peacoat. As you see, we got the peacoat. Look at the pants. Look at that. Lift up the leg. Lift up the leg. Hold on, hold on. Show him a bicep. Show him a bicep. Give him a bicep. Show him the bicep. Look at the titties. Look at that titties. Look at that side boob right there. Our cameraman will fuck you niggas up. Cameraman will snuff you. 
he tall? Is he tall? He tall yeah. enough for you, oh, baby man. girl. Shit. Oh. Uh, ain't no fucking in the future, workplace, though. A future situation. <laughs> a future situation. Hey! <laughs> that means current situation, situation is not. Situation. Situation. I'm joking. I'm joking. I just hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah. Let's, yo, you recorded. Let's release we this. Recorded. We recorded. Let's this release this clip. This clip just by itself. <laughs> That's our way of revealing him. Like, he's going to come out the water when he sees this. He's like, I am current situation. I will not stand for this. He prefers watching the videos, too. So, uh, 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 on YouTube, he's uh, more likely to listen to it. Than you want to watch you all by yourself, girl. I see it. I hey, see man. the vision. What you got to do is add an S to the current situation. And that's it. Hey, hey now, hey now. Pluralize. Little plural, little polyamory. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Tyshawn is a man of God, so I don't think that's going to work out. Yes. Unless you're God. God. <laughs> you're dumb. <laughs> but, anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in another week to the Extra Gravy Show. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And I'm Alicia. And that was the Extra Gravy. Mother. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 